Bull releases Moana Mataeli. Slips away from him and he's got too close to that. Oh, Was here. He just left. He had to go. We're supposed to do an NRL um, show today, but um, oh yeah, yeah. Got them coming on tomorrow. Fingers crossed. It's about. It's a bit more serious. Um, it's not going to be as like hard as last week's one because of what's happening um, worldwide uh, with the coronavirus and that. How it's affecting league as well because um, local league's been cancelled as well. So hopefully, I can get some guys on tomorrow and we'll talk about how it's going to affect not just the NRL but. Why are you looking at your notes? How many notes have you got there, bro? bro look, I've got like about <laughs> 10 pages of notes, bro. Then, uh, don't try and put your uh, daughter's colouring um, things <laughs> <laughs> to, to, bulk, to bulk up your files, mate. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like this um, coronavirus that's going around the world and stuff. Yeah, it's affecting everyone, affecting, affecting me at work. The new, um, mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to get these new protocols in place at work and stuff. Uh, how are you, Stace? How's, how's it over there? Yeah, no, it's the same. I've been working remotely from home, so that part's been good the last couple of days. Yeah. And all of all of next week, I'm off. Oh, not off, but working from home. So, yeah, it's been it's been pretty hard out. I went to the supermarket, man. It's not quite as bad as Australia, how everyone's panicking, but you can see a lot of stuff is starting to sell out. Like, there was, there was no flour there for some reason. Everyone's buying all that sort of stuff. There's these, like, 50 kg bags of rice out the front if you want one of those. So I think people are sort of getting to that real cautious stage. So you didn't buy um, any rice? Or yeah, I bought some rice. Oh. I, I don't want to make it look like I was uh, <laughs> panic buying, so I just bought a little bit of the 50kg bag. Man, I haven't even thought about doing any stocking up, eh? I think because they might stop the imports. I was trying to think of what imported stuff you might miss out on. I, was, I could only think of maybe some imported beers <laughs> that might start running out of if they can't import as much stuff. They stuck stuck up on the Heineken's and the, that sort of stuff. I honestly, Whatever the imported beers you like. I honestly don't see them running out of beers, man. Because you know, uh, a lot of people are going to be for fourteen days, man. To stop you from going crazy, you're going to have to have a few beers here and there. Yeah, you know? yeah. I see. If if I don't think about stocking up, for I don't know if they're going to do a fourteen day lockdown for everyone. But I'm going to see my money going on Uber Eats uh, for. <laughs> Oh. All two weeks I'm at home, you know, if I don't do anything about stocking up. You know, it's a pretty expensive um, task you're trying you know, to undertake there. That's the thing. There's some, some businesses will actually really thrive in this type of environment. Like Uber Eats is one of those ones. No one wants to go outside to get their food. 
So the Uber Eats will be going through the roof, man. How, like that's we were kind of checking about that before. Like we we're saying, like all these businesses that are on Uber Eats are kind of like the three and a half stars. <laughs> you know the ones that don't get the call up. They're like this. We were just waiting for a term like this because you know, <laughs> exactly. You know, it's our time to shine now. You know, with our substandard food. What about those warriors, mate? Oh, that's why I was interested in the podcast. I wanted to hear what you had to say about the warriors coming up with the the coronavirus. How they're stuck over there. Yeah, well, um, I thought they'd already started practicing social distance, you know, because <laughs> the way they were staying off the tackles, I thought, you know, they were trying to stay two meters away from them. Cause they're <laughs> well, I'd rather stay safe than, you know, <laughs> make a tackle and get, uh, you know, get a, get a disease. So, good on them. Yeah, it's scary, eh? Like, um, just just where it's at, you know, like um, the Super Rugby, like this is probably going to be one of our, you know, until the season yeah, starts yeah. up again, this is, is the Soliola Cup suspended oh. as well, you know, do we start doing our own, making up our own stats or? Is the studio going to be suspended? <laughs> you know, studio nah, going to be shut down? Nah, man. Can't, can't shut it down, man. <laughs> they have to shut it down, be 14 days of um, 50 podcasts coming, like 50 episodes coming out after 14 days. When I, when, I, when I think about um, Super Rugby shutting down, yeah, I think about the um, who in, in the world of all the um, sports leagues we've got in the world. I think the good example is the NBA. Because as soon as um, those players got infected with their coronavirus, man, they just shut the whole NBA down. Eh? No, like no, no questions. Eh? Just that was it. I think that's a good example for a lot of um, sports so leagues the around NBA the world. NBA is one of the richest uh, sports leagues in the world, so they can afford to shut down. Whereas you know, mm. Super Rugby. The NRL in there, they, they don't have that financial clout. So that's part of the reason why I think the NRL in particular has to keep playing because they don't have the, they can't go more than three months or the game will basically, they'll be on its knees financially. So that's part of the reason why they will try to carry on as long as possible. The, the NBA is nowhere near that. They're, that's, I reckon they could possibly be the richest league in all the sport, you know? Yeah. So There's yeah. a different scenario there. The economics I'm talking about. Well, you kind of, you, you could tell because the way that the, um, ARL, the chairman, how he kind of, like, he went into that press conference and then he kind of prefaced it by saying, um, you know, they need the government's help, you know. When he kind of said right. that, I was like, flip, man, you know, are we in that, is the NRL on that kind of, it's kind of, it felt like it's kind of like how most of us are living, like, week to week, like, we're waiting, <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting on those 40 hours, man. But but see, there's nothing yeah. too. The NRL is waiting for, to get told what to do. They're not taking any initiative, you know. They can shut down the public going to watch the games in our games, but they'll still have the games going, right? Yeah. Empty stadiums and still play. But as soon as a player gets infected, it's over. It's over, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, well, so they're trying to um, push it as far as they can go. Yeah, the, the NRL, they signed that $2 billion five-year broadcast deal. So two, $2 billion? Get, uh, yeah, $2 billion. So they get uh, $14 million a week, but that is uh, sort of dependent on how many games they play as part of the broadcast deal. And that's why they're carrying on, because if they don't, they don't get the money. Uh, there was a guy, Rob Pemberton, I think his name was, who was on the original NRL commission. And he said, this is back in 2012, that they should put $50 million away every year for a rainy day, like today, when the coronavirus hits. And if they did that, they'd have $400 million. But they didn't do that. So they've only got about $80 million, 80 to $100 million saved up, which will only last them about three months. And that's why they're carrying on, because of the TV deal. They get $14 million a week, Damn. as long as they keep putting the games on TV. doesn't matter about the crowds. As long as the games are on TV, they get that much money through the TV deal. So uh, yeah, they're, they're trying to ignore the government and all that sort of stuff and just trying to play with no crowds or whatever to keep the game going, keep the Warriors over there so they can get that money. Mm. And the game just can't afford. They haven't got the, they haven't saved up enough reserve funds to shut down, mm. which is their issue. And the other thing they can't 
They can't pay the players, eh? If they do shut down. That's right. Yeah, that's part of the agreement as well, that the, the players will get paid as part of the broadcast deal. So if the broadcast deal falls through, then the players will essentially have to take a pay cut. Yeah, so that's all up in the air at the moment as well. Is Dan's coming on? No, he misses. He can't make it. Social distancing from the podcast, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we were that bad, eh? See, me and I is a good, um, you can say, like, a meter, a meter away. Yeah, part. Yeah. You know, we're well, doing our part here yeah. in uh, the 135 Studios. You know, we got you on yeah. Skype. You know, I think, um, yeah, we should, I don't know what you can talk about if you can keep carrying on, eh? Because I know for myself, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. There's no rugby. There might not be any league. I don't know how I'll get my rugby fixed, but if the podcast is still going, then, you know, you might get some new listeners saying, I need to maybe listen to rugby for the weekend, and that's how we can potentially get some new guys to come in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, I found this uh, quote here from John F. Kennedy, where he said, the Chinese use two brush strokes to write the word crisis. One brush stroke stands for danger, the other for opportunity. In a crisis, be aware of the danger, but recognize the opportunity. I think there's a good opportunity with the one through five to keep, keep pushing forward <laughs> with the rugby in the league, and then we can potentially get some new guys to come in. Eh? Listen, who wants to get a fix of rugby or league? That that sounds straight out of uh, their book, uh, Out of War. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Sun Tzu. <laughs> Sun Tzu's Out of War. It might have been. But, like, next time, can you do it on your JFK voice? Or, like, it would have really been more effective. You know? <laughs> it's it's just hard to do a, a sports podcast when there's close sports. Right? I don't know what you can talk about. But, you know, just find something. And um, just when the Blues were getting going, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those conspiracy theories against the Blues are starting to make more sense, man, when you hear this stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, if that's, that's what you believe, then, yeah, that's up to you, bro. But, I mean... <laughs> See, I still saw from that... Um, that loss they got last week. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So well, I'm, I'm understand. Surprised you understand. After that. <laughs> I'm not. You know, I, I watched the game. Best game of the round, um, obviously, because any time like the Chiefs are involved in the game, we're gonna be the best team. You know, or the you know we're gonna be part of the like the best game. And you know, I would have settled for the draw. Uh, some stupid, you know, it was a stupid penalty in the end. Rogers player as well. But, uh, oh. you know, but you know, that's what I expect. I mean, Roger picked him because he's probably exactly like him, hot-headed. <laughs> you know, stupid penalties. Can he sense yep. off that kind of stuff, you know? That's the kind of stuff that uh, Roger attracts. Think that, where do you think the Chiefs are, like, realistically? Do you think they're... We're the top, I mean, we're the top team a, in the comp. That's a game they should have won, really. Yeah, yeah, we're the, we're the top team in the comp. Easy. I reckon they, they picked too early. The, <laughs> oh, you know, they're well, picking too so. early. You can't pick too early in this comp. I think you might have. I think you might have. I think you might have used all your bullets. You know what I mean? And then that's why you're going for the, oh, well, if it ends here, we've won the comp. Because, you know, after the, you know, because you start off really strong. And then towards the back end, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So if you listeners out there, we were waiting for a solo cup last week. We didn't manage to do one last week, so... I think today we're going to talk about the last two rounds. Okay. Um, round five and six, I think. Yeah. We were down. Was that the one? We, were we down in Wellington at that time? Yeah. Okay. So we were. Um, well, I had the misfortune of <laughs> having to watch Hurricanes Blues game. Honestly, it's a snooze fest. That game was boring, man. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a it was a good chance for us three to get away and check out. How, how um, a team should be supported. So good on you, Hurricanes fans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just keeping it civil, uh, not abusing other. You know, because these guys were wearing their uh, Blues jerseys, and um, 
you know, you don't get the usual when you, if you were a Chiefs jersey or you go watch at Eden Park and you get abused and all that and people throwing like, um, you know, beer cans and that at you, you know, you don't get that. You don't get that down Winton. You know, they're quite civil and, you know, they congratulate, they congratulate these guys on their win and that. And good, but come up here, mate. Jeez. Oh, stocking up, are we? Yeah, it was a good game, mate. We learned a lot about the Blues. <laughs> We learned a lot about the Blues and the Hurricanes. I thought, too. Yeah. So, so oh, it was. A, I thought it was a fair result, too. So, what are you drinking, man? I can see you like. So, you got a can there uh, in your hand, there, mate. <laughs> Heineken's, Heineken's before they run out, mate. You know, <laughs> gonna be short stocked, worse than toilet paper, mate. The Heineken's run out before the toilet paper, I reckon. So, let's go to the first game of the um, <coughs> of uh, round five. Round six. Round six. Is it? Uh, no, it was round five, huh? Yeah, yeah, round five. No, we, round we, six, we, I think we, it was. I uh, see. Yeah, remember you yeah, got yeah, wasted yeah, by yeah. a... No, no, he, he, keeps, he keeps trying to change it because he... <laughs> <laughs> he, th- he, th- he thinks he thinks if he keeps refreshing, the results going to change. <laughs> nah, homie. Uh, so okay. the first game of the round. Okay, Cameron. damn it. Okay. <laughs> okay, Um. oh, first, firstly, uh, on mics today, we got uh, myself, Cam's coach of Crutch City. In front of me, I have, in the studio, I have um, um, Ice, coach of um, Bayside Tigers. Bayside Tigers. Yes. Bayside Tigers. Yep. And, on, and on the TV screen, all the way from South Auckland. We got Stace, coach of Blues Dudes. How's it going? Like, hey guys. Like, like, are you like South Auckland? Like, how deep? Like, when you go past, because you're we're about to you. When you go that far, are you part of the Waikato or what? No, 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 not that far. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure once you yeah. go past uh, Manurewa, you're like Counties Manukau, Waikato catchment area. No, no, still, still Auckland strong. Oh, okay. there's not many Blues juices out here, but I, I still wear my. Oh, there's a reason. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I think they throw their flags in the trees like we saw on Rogers. <laughs> we'll have to post that up. So, yeah, um, as we were saying, first game. Oh, the first game we're going to look at is um, Crutch City versus Bayside Tigers. A good win from Bayside Tigers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Before you break it down, I think the first game, uh, so we were down in Wellington, me and Stace, we celebrated. I celebrated probably about 30 minutes into the first game because I really had it in the bag. You know what I mean? So I was, um, I'd like to think... <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all the Brumbies players for giving me that kind of confidence. It was, it was I think it was Brumbies Sunwolves. Yeah, 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 that was the yeah. first game. I yeah, think, wasn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, um, I, I, I knew that uh, I looked at uh, Cameron's team, and uh, I just knew that uh, we were going to kick some ass. So okay, now that you mentioned the Brumbies, let's look at what Brumbies players you had. So you had um, or at least the players that played in the game, Brumbies versus Sunwolves. So you had um, Ben Teal in your lineup. Yes. Um, who else did you have there? I can see you Thomas had, um, Banks there. Thomas, Thomas Banks there. <laughs> Thomas Ticket to the Bank. That's, uh, that's hey, that's, his name's Thomas Ticket to the Bank. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of your star players you had on was um, your prop, um, James Slipper. Well, James Slipper was the man because initially, like uh, when we were uh, refreshing our scores and that, he hadn't scored any points. And I was like, flip, man. And I realized he was on the bench. Mm. And he didn't come <laughs> He didn't come until half, was it half time? Just before half time. And he yeah. ended up getting, um, how much points did he end up getting? Well, he came off for Scott Seal, because Scott Seal started, but he got injured. Oh, okay. So he, he got off, and then James Slipper came on, and actually scored more than Scott Seal, because I had Scott Seal on my, my oh, team. Oh, okay. okay. So, <laughs> so as you can see, they have the other points. James Slipper was 31, Scott Seal was 34. Yeah. Well, that's life, you know. Um, <laughs> if you, it's kind of like this coronavirus. If you don't buy 50 kg bags of rice, and be, be prepared. 
you're paying, <laughs> you're paying Uber Eats <laughs> and wasting money that you don't need to waste. You know, that's what it, you know, that, that, that's a lesson for you, Cameron. You waste a lot of money. <laughs> you know, when you should just be, you know, just like, uh, just do the right, just, just repair, like, you know, and, um, yeah, that's, that's how you eat up, uh, that's how, how you end up beating someone by 200 points. Oh, something along these lines. <laughs> <laughs> During this game, uh, before the game started, actually, you um, discovered that um, one of you guys went and playing. Uh, James O'Connor. Yeah. On your team. Well, I didn't know and, that. Um, you know what? I, I knew you didn't have... I knew James O'Connor wasn't playing, and I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> but I don't think it mattered, because you can see by the margin there, I lost by a good 200 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 207 points. So me not, not mentioning anything about James O'Connor wouldn't even help. So, well, um, that's called local young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 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 what happened then? What happened then? So, I well, I wouldn't call it a panic uh, trade, but okay, um, I would. But, but Stacy, you know, he he offered a trade. I, I think just for me, I just didn't want to come on this podcast and just take the chance of losing. So, I yeah. I made a trade. So, I tra- I traded James O'Connor, who was up until that point one of my um, highest scoring players, and um, Stacy offered one, and I, I thought, you know what. I'll I'll take it. I think James James O'Connor's about to fall off, so I mm. took it. Um, I think the player I traded for he, he ended up getting me like thirty points or something. So, you know, I was just I was just plain safe. I I should have I should have checked it in that we could have done a, a one week one of our one week trades, but um, I didn't stipulate that, so that that was on me. Yeah, but uh, I think I think maybe um, Stacey well well me and Stacey had been. Enjoying a few beverages. <laughs> and probably it's the took- best time to get someone into a trade when they've had a few drinks. <laughs> so who did you trade um, James O'Connor for? Because, man, by that time you were like sweating, panicking. So, oh, whoa, 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 you were whoa. like, man, you were like fully the part. I don't know if it's because you were up against Clutch City or, you know, or you were just nervous or I don't know. Uh, if I, if Most I, likely because you're up against Clutch City. If I was sweating, it's probably because I'd been celebrating too hard. I've got video. I've, I've actually got video of. We've got video of it. Me celebrating half halfway through the game. I was already up like by a hundred. You know what I mean? Who who does that? Who's who who goes through the first half of the first game? And was it was that by a hundred and fifty or something? Something crazy like that. I think it was like a record score or something like for a, for a single game. But hey, I'm I'm the one to break. But yeah, yeah. I I only done it because I just felt like just like a like a little cushion, you know. But it, I was never. I was never worried about Clutch City. I'd never, I had no doubt that I was going to carve this guy up. <laughs> so, so who's trade um, James O'Connor for? I have no idea. I could have, <laughs> I could have, I could have uh, traded him for Santa Claus or something. I only done it because I wanted to do Stacey a favor too, because I knew he was sweating as well. You know, I looked at him. <laughs> you used to were looking at each other. Look, your, your eyes met. And he's, Please do this for me. I said, Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to help both of you out. I'm going to do this trade. You do this. I do that. There you go. You know. Okay, let's just ask Stace then. So, um, Stace, like, who, who did he trade? Who did you trade for? It was uh, Matthias Moroni, um, center for the Jaguares. Uh, he was actually the best midfielder I have, so it wasn't like I duped him. Uh, and I think he's still a top six or seven midfielder in the comp. But yeah, you're right. He didn't need him, and I disagree with what um, I said earlier. I think that O'Connor, by the end of the season, will be higher than Moroni. So. That was a long-term trade for me when I did it, not a one-week, one-week panic trade. Well, you know, I've got a couple. I've got a couple of questions for you guys looking at this game. So, Vince Assel, 
What do you think, Cam? He got that hundred, and then he's been he's been pretty ordinary. Is he close to getting chopped or? Yeah, I would say so. But I kept him because he was starting. That's the only reason why I kept him. Hoping he would score a lot more points than that ten he got. But you know, he's the type of player that will you know play good on the when they pl- go when the Hurricanes go up against um, useless teams. Oh, so. Yeah, yeah. So he pretty much gets shut down. He pretty much gets shut yeah. down. He got shut down last week as well. So he don't, I don't think he scored much. Yeah, I'm just looking at his scores now. So I would look at the first two because he came off the bench. But from round three on, you know, 10.6, 10.8, 15.1. And then the obvious that 100. But if you take that 100, that looks like the statistical anomaly, not like the, you know, the regular scores you expect. Like you mentioned, he carves up the, the higher team. So there might be something in there, eh? Mm. No, no. I, I don't think he'll be staying on the, on the roster for long. Yeah. Another guy that looks he looks like he's dropped down is Kilwin Boshe. I think he started with a, a hiss and a roar the first at the start and he looks to be, you know, another one who's not really carving up that much. Yeah, the you know the thing with current Bosch is that you know, last year when he was scoring, he was scoring more points when he was playing fullback. Because he played half the season he, yeah, he played yeah. half the season there fullback. And you know, he's a he's he has a like a he's more of a runner. So um yeah. and, and I remember and I remember when he switched to um number ten um, his points went down. Yeah. Well, they had that guy, um, Jean-Luc Dupreer, I think was his name last year. Mm. And the coach was Jean-Luc Dupreer Sr. And, you know, he he kept getting accused of biasness because he kept picking his son at first wife instead of Kerwin Bosch. Then yeah. he left and then the son left and then it looked like Kerwin Bosch was locked into to first five from then on mm. this season. But, um, yeah, I think you're right. A fullback, he carves up more than at, um, at first five. Yeah. But um on on my bench at, at Fly Half I've got um Morn Stain. Mornay Stain and um he is he's been uh, put on the bench for um Lee Bok. So I think yeah, Manny Lee Bok, yeah. yeah. So I think um they're looking at Lee Bok to be uh, to be um long term. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. As I'm looking at this guy here, Brad Weber, seventy five point six. Yep. Uh he sounds surprised. He was <laughs> I mean, I remember he was, I think he was super rugby player of the year, New Zealand super rugby player of the year. And now he's coming up this year. He could be, he could be the best, you know, nine in in the country. I reckon, but I don't know. He doesn't get enough chances on the All Blacks. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, um, as as a Chiefs fan, yeah. But I mean, I guess when we get go on to the next round, we'll talk about him coming up against uh, Perinara and that. But like, I I hope so. But I mean, Aaron Smith, you know, you can't. Aaron Smith hasn't done anything wrong. You know, he hasn't been the, he was the best halfback in the world by quite a, a margin yeah and he hasn't been that for maybe 18 months or so yeah so I, I'm not he was not an automatic like he used to be well, he probably still yeah. is but you know I think the rest of the guys Perinara and Weber are they've, they've up. caught up yeah yeah well I, I you know what like I, I did notice over the last two couple of rounds um, um, the gap between the top three and everyone else is kind of like Aaron Smith, uh, Perinara, and and Weber, they're the top three, and then like the drop off. Oh, oh, that's just me. I'm just, just, uh, just the way I see it. Like the drop off is pretty bad. There's no one up in that, in that um category, or like that's gonna be in the All Blacks. Like they're they're the set three for this year. Like there's no bolters. Do, do you see any bolters yeah, coming no. through? Or well, Sam Nock will be close. Who? Sam Nock. From where's he from? Is that, is it because he's in your team or? <coughs> he's coming. Um, oh, he's on the team. What, what about that cough, mate? Um, the table for a bit. <laughs> can you not cough like that? Uh, you can make me nervous, mate. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. I, I was supposed to cough into the elbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to teach you. Yeah. But, like, honestly, um, yeah, I, you know, as a chess fan and, and, and for Brad, Brad Weber's sake, I, I hope, um, like, well, that's if we even have, a, um, you know, depending on how things go, you know, is there even going to be an all black, um, seasonal, you know, hopefully with, with, uh, <coughs> Miss, uh, with, uh, Jacinda Ardern getting in there and being proactive and with that, hopefully, you know, um, there is an all black season or there's something going forward and, yeah, you know, the Oblix just signed a, a seventy million dollar deal with Sky, and yeah. that funds the game. So Super Rugby, it would be nice to have it, but that doesn't. That's not where the money comes in. It's the Rugby Championship and the, you know, the Welsh Tour coming in. That, that the All Blacks that generate the lion's share of the money that funds New Zealand rugby. So they've got to, they've got to make that work, man. Yeah, they they can sort of get by without Super Rugby, but if the All Black season falls apart, that will bring New Zealand rugby down. So, so would be so, would be talking about them like the NRL, you know? Hey, yeah, right, exactly. Which is sad, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think we need to move on because I can see Cameron he's squirming in the seat. Because I mean, <laughs> yeah, who 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 wants to go back to the scene of the crime? You know what I mean? There's a murder here. Yeah. <laughs> he's still you know, got, like, I still got the I still got the chalk lines. And you're the superstar. In yeah. the show. you know what I mean. The the chalk line's still around Clutch City, mate. There's <laughs> <laughs> a silhouette at the moment, mate. <laughs> so let's move on. Just what Cameron said, because I, I I already know I coughed up, so I I, I didn't need any yeah, uh, yeah, enough, enough. reassuring. You know, so okay. thank you. You know, I'm, I'm, hold, you can hold that thought for the next round. I gotta go. I gotta go soon. Okay, since um, we've got Booze Dudes on screen here, we'll go to his game with uh, Hon Spicy. Ouch! Yeah, ouch, all right. Yeah. So, um, so we we actually had the top four down in Wellington. Yeah, we yeah, that, that's yeah, right, the top other. four, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, I think I think three three of the top four are still in the top four. <laughs> one, one guy's dropped out. So what Who, who's, that? who's that? Who's that? Who's that? I will get to that. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah. 622. Was, uh, 622 for Holland Spicy to 411 to Blues Dudes. Was that the highest score? 600? Yeah, I think so. I, was, uh, you yeah. know, I saw, I saw Dan's Holland Spicy. He really, he bought his A game. He really wanted to win this week. And yeah, he, that was the highest score, I think, so far this whole season. So I'll credit with credit's due. I'll give it up to him. But man, you know, you, what you don't, don't expect to win every game. I didn't expect to get smashed by 200 points either. <laughs> so I was in the same boat as you, can. That was like, you, you can't, you, you can take a loss, but not a beating like that, you know? Yeah. So, so how do you feel that um, he actually beat you with two of your old players? <laughs> that, that hurt the most. Uh, Rico Ioani, 74.9. Harry Wilson, 76.4. They were his two highest scorers were from my team originally. So <laughs> that, that really, uh, yeah, that... Damn, that must hurt, eh? That must hurt. Like, because that's like 140 combined or something like that, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nariki's injured now. He scored three points. But he was doing well before that. Um, So, is that, is he on the chopping box for you, please do? Normally, normally, yes. But with the coronavirus, I think, you know, there's two weeks of execution before we at least even think about starting again. And I think he's out for four weeks. So, I would normally cut him, you're right. But just because of this hiatus... I can afford to hold him. 
So um, I did some trades as well, which we, did, we skipped over, but also considering that hiatus. Mm. Yes, yeah, so he's got a rib injury. He's up for, I think, about a month. But um, yeah, after this loss, I sacked a couple of guys, bloody Karifi. That was his last ever game for Blues dudes. Yeah. Yeah, 18.4. He, he got chopped after one loss, so... Oh, that's interesting you got rid of Karifi because he's the one that you traded uh, to um, Pond Spicy earlier in the rounds. Yeah, yeah. Mate, don't rub it in, man. <laughs> look, look at him. He's screaming in the seat as well. Yeah, Jeez, look at him. This is awkward now, bro. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, I <laughs> Even those Heineken's aren't... No, the, the Heineken's can't mask the pain, bro. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Skull, bro. Skull. Yeah, yeah. If you had a video of this, man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one thing I'll say, like Cornell Hendricks that he picked up off the Bulls, he got 73.1. And we'll probably look at some of the other outside backs, but since the box come into first five, all the outside backs of the Bulls are getting far higher scores. Mm. He stands a lot flatter in the uh, in the attacking line. Whereas, you know, uh, Mornay Stane, he stands in the pocket and he kicks it all the time. So the backs don't get as much chance. But the box stands flat and he's happy to run it a lot more. And that gives the backs more opportunities. And we'll see when some of the other teams... They're getting far better scores than backs just in the last couple of weeks. Wow. Nice. That is the nerdiest like, <laughs> 30 seconds. Of, like, man, I'll, I'll give it to you now, bro. Like uh, like that kind of stuff, man. That's that's money ball stuff. So, you know, that's Jonah Hill kind of stuff. So, nice. I don't know. I didn't look at it like that. but yeah. Man, you should be sitting next to Ali Williams on uh, Breakdown man. during <laughs> yeah. the week, bro. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I think Speckman this week, he got 85. Uh, someone had him on the bench, I can't remember who, but, you know, yeah, the whole the outside backs in the last couple of weeks for the Bulls. I don't know if there's any on the waiver wire, but have a look. You run down through um, Hunt Spicy's team. Man, look at those scores, man. You got two 70s. It was like, it was like a perfect storm for he him, mate. got 50s, mate. he got 40s. Yeah, Damn. yeah. But you know what? It's because we went and visited him down in Wellington, you know. Yeah, so he had to, bet, to he had to you know put his best foot forward, you know. He didn't want us all the top four to go down and and for him to lose, you know. So move on, man. I've had enough to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I just want to ask one question. What was your thinking around not putting a lock in? I got that guy Luke Jones from the Rebels, and I think he was on the bye or he was out injured. But again, I was trying to play the long game with like same as O'Connor. I thought it'll hurt in the short term, but in the long term, they'll be good good guys for me. So, yeah, that was the, sort of the thinking. Plus, if I had a lock looking at those scores, it wouldn't have wouldn't have made much difference anyway. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that I didn't do a one-week sacrifice at least. Okay, cool. So, you got rid of um, Karifi. Who else did you get rid of after this week? I think that was it. Uh, Similani I've gotten rid of now, but that, that's it. Yeah, just those two guys on chopping block. Oh, and sorry, the outback, Bertrino, he got dropped, so I had to get rid of him. But he, he was doing okay before that. All right, cool. Got anything to add on there, um, Bayside? This is the next game, bro. I'm looking at, sick of looking at these two as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's go see. Let's go, let's go see if um, Emilio Leobotta had a win. Oh, please, 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 please. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 man. So this was an interesting game because... Um, Bottle was winning, hey, if you remember, the first two yep. couple of days. But in the Ultimate Chiefs, well, he was going to be the first one to lose to um, Bottle, but in the end, Ultimate Chiefs came back, 514 to 443. Why is this guy losing every single week? 
you know, this one, this one I could tell, this one hurt Jack. He, he actually had 15 players. He did some trades this week. He had earmarked this game as his one to win. Normally, he's only got 12 guys in there. So, so, it's, it's, so it's kind of like how everyone earmarks like the Warriors games, eh? <laughs> like a must win. The sun, <laughs> the sun oh, sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. But this time he's got a full team of all 15 players. He's tr- tried his best. <laughs> and that's got to that's gotta really suck the wind out of your sails you, after that. I think so, he might have a sale uh, very soon where he's going to start <laughs> throwing his toys out the court and giving all those players away like he did last year. So, so who was his top uh, performer? Looks like it was guy Chris Fear Weiss or Tia. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Forty seven point nine. Oh, see, well, that's that's why he loses, bro. <laughs> like straight up, because no one's no one's going like he doesn't have a guy that's going to be a seventy or a sixty guy. He's got all these guys that are, and you know, they're going to score nice points, but they're not. You need someone that's just going to jump out and, and and get big games and that. You know what? I look I look at his number one pick, um, Civil Reese, and you know, his twenty one point five. He's about. That's about the limit of his points. Like, he's around the 30s. I think he's at 150, has he? I don't think he has. Has he? 40, 30? But not enough to be, yeah. like, um at the top, like uh, Mark Talia. That yeah. just tells me um, Silver Reese is just a try scorer. Silver Reese is just getting points from scoring tries. Yeah, and because he's with the Crusaders, you know, they've got Eno and all those guys inside him. Goodhue, Monga. They suck in all these defenders and they just create a lot of space on the outside. So I think he's one of those guys who benefits mm. from that type of, um, you know, setup. He's, he's just getting, getting tries and, you know, those those breaks on the back of other people's good work. Well, has he scored any long-range tries? Like he used to, like like last year, bro, he scored some some mm. pearlers in that. But has he has he kind of... And, and saying that, is he the form that he's taken in? Was he, was he going to be in the All Blacks this year with the form that he's in at the moment? I think you have to say so because he's got he's been in All Blacks before, and he hasn't done anything wrong. Well, yeah. well, who, who's the who's the other winger? Who's on his wing? Is that Rico's? Is that Rico's uh, wing? Was that no, George he plays Bridge? on the right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, on yeah. the right side for the Crusaders. See, I'm trying to think who's good right wing these days. Um, maybe Mark Talia might be coming up. Mm. I mean, he's consistent with his points. He's fifty plus eh, every week. Okay. Yeah, that guy. He was. He was uh, before that draft day. He was nowhere. He wouldn't have been in the top two hundred. So that's an amazing pickup. Looking at his scores, he's uh, he's really, he's he's basically undroppable for the Blues now too. He was sort of a. I think they had Tony Ulutalia earmarked as their preferred wing, and even Caleb Clark would have been ranked ahead of him. Mm. But now I don't know how they can get rid of him if, once those other guys start coming back. Yeah, that's right. Good um dilemma for um old Rangi. Who? Rangi. <laughs> so he's a bit of a beast though, tell you. He doesn't even look like a beast eh? Like he's tall He's lanky But man he can like um, Get rid of some uh, defenders eh? Yeah I, I didn't have the stats But it'll be interesting to see the tackle breaks I'm sure he would have the most You know tackle breaks of defenders beaten he's, He'd be right up there for that sort of stuff He always gets past at least the first guy you know Brumbies were playing Sunwolves So you're definitely going to score some points against Sunwolves so, Ultimate Chiefs had uh, Valentini there. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll give credit to um, Accountant Fuka. That was his tip for me oh, to yeah. grab Valentini. I, I let it go, but yeah, that was a good tip by the look of things. So, yeah. you know, Ultimate Chiefs, he's always listening on the tips. We <laughs> grab him straight away. I wonder if uh, Bottle wins uh, the next round. I'll have to I wait and see. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, this next game, I'm looking at God Squad versus the Accountant. This has got to be um, match of the week. 
Look at that margin. Yeah. 10 point margin. 504 to God Squad, 514 to the Council. Well, I, I really like these kind of games, you know, when they're like the bottom, uh, the bottom feeders kind of like just fight it out amongst themselves. You know, I like, I like those kind of games, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, is it good on them? Cause they've got nothing to lose, you know, they're not going to make top four. So they, <laughs> so you know, they just got to battle out amongst themselves, you know, the ultimate chiefs just, and Millie Bois and these guys. Pride at the that's right. That's right. They're going to get that certificate. You know, the participation one, but, but it was, it was pretty good, uh, between these guys, um, and the banter was pretty good too, so. <laughs> Man, look at that, Andrew Kellaway. Again, with the 70, 70 point. Yeah. Did he call that though? I don't think All Blacks would pick that guy if he was in the New Zealand. No. I'm looking at Andrew Kellaway as well. So he's got, he's carved up, he's got four really good schools, and he's carved up, um, the Sunwolves, the Waratahs, the Highlanders, and the Lions. So Gaia those teams. Are Gaia teams. He averages 62.4 yeah. against those Gaia teams. Yep. But against the two good teams that they've played, the Brumbies and the Sharks, yep. he got 4.6 in 22, <laughs> so averages 13.3. He's one of those guys that just carves up the Gaia teams oh, that we took off Vince Hustle. He is the classic guy for that. Yeah. They no. would have had the Sunwolves, I think, this week, so he would have got another good score. Mm-hmm. And then he, they've got a hard run of games. They've got... Uh, they would have had... Stormers, the Hagawades, yeah, Reds. Yeah. Okay. Blues, so he would have gone straight down well, the toilet, I reckon. That's that's tough to put him in the Vince Russell because Vince Russell is he's he's a quality player, and I I can honestly say I, I haven't watched him play, so um you know I I I can't um say anything about him, but he well, must be, he must be pretty good if he's putting up those kind of stats, though. You know, I mean his team must be on the back foot playing against those top sides, so imagine him being behind a pro, uh, quality pack or something like that. Let's compare him with Vince Russell, if. Callaway was scoring 50-plus against those Gaia teams. How was Vince Russell scoring against those same Gaia teams? Yeah, I, we know he got their 100 and whatever it was against the Sunwolves. So I, I think also the way they use him, because Lomape gets a lot of ball and a lot of running. Mm. They use him. He's, he's a strong ball carrier. So I don't know what Russell's role, if he's like a decoy or you know just a support runner off Lomape, but he doesn't get the same runs. They don't use him in that same way that they use Lomape. So I think that's hindering his performances and his points. Mm. That's interesting. I'll uh, pick up uh, from accountant, uh, Nafi, Tuitavaki. Yeah, yeah, but that's a uh, 22.6. That's not too bad as well. You'd be happy with that. Yeah, for his first out team, eh? That was his first out team, no? Just looking at God Squad here, Warwick Alantis, that's <laughs> sort of following on what we talked about before with the guys. Since um, the box come in, these outside backs here, the Bulls are just getting ridiculous scores. Mm. I'm looking at this guy here, um, Taniela Tupo. Yeah. I think I know um, Tama, he always talks about him because of his game. It's quite conducive to, should be conducive to fantasy. But if you look at his scores, he's got three scores under 10 and then four scores over 35 in his seven games. Are they... So um, he's, he's like they, a classic rocks and diamonds kind of guy, you know? Is those three low scores or two low scores? How many low scores he had? Three. He said three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they yeah, three are, under ten? Are they close together? Are they three games in a row or now round one, <coughs> round two, and round five. He got really low scores. He's getting big minutes too. Mm. So, so I mean he's just rocks and diamonds as well. Yeah, he's he'll either carve up or he'll be guy up. So I wouldn't be putting my face it's hard to put your face in guys like that, eh? Inconsistent. But then he, he got eighty three, eighty three yeah, this that, week. That's a, high, that's a high score for a prop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at God Squad Squad here. Yeah. He he left 
he lost by what did he lose by about ten, just about ten points, ten point seven points, and he left Billy Meeks on the bench. And how Billy much? Meeks got forty eight point two, and Cutter got thirty seven point five. So that oh, one trade, yeah, put that one bench guy on, and he would have won by like you know point one or one point. So you got to be onto if the coaching just don't just stick with the same favorite guys, you know. Is is that the closest score that we've had in in all the matchups so far? I think yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. Wayne. Yeah. He loves his uh, Solomon Nakatsu. Yeah. After he, he's gonna stick with him, you know, he's gonna. He, he is. He is. Yeah. But Solomon. He wants to make a point. Makes, he would have won. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next on the board? Wait, before you go, um, Sam Kane. So last week, the week before this week, um, Ultimate Chiefs was worried because he gave up Sam Kane. That Sam Kane would score big, but it's fifty fifteen point two. It's probably a good decision by um, Ultimate Chiefs. Yeah, he's got he's got a really high work rate, like you expect from the sevens. But if you look at his points, he's got zero tries and zero tries assists, and it's mm. those extra stats that will kind of put you into that elite category of of um, you know loose forwards. So he's just probably a little bit below that. Those no, are good no, base no, stats. Shut got. up, it's whatever, bro. <laughs> you know, like <clears throat> some of the stuff that Sam Kane brings. Can't measure that stuff, bro. Analytics explain a bit, but all the other stuff, man, that he actually adds, he's still the top number seven. And I know, what, you, I know what you're saying because he can score five points every week on the fantasy. Yeah, but he will make the All Blacks and be captain. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, because it's fantasy. Because you're 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 judging him of of the other stuff, but it's you know he's still coming into form. Well, well, we still haven't seen next week's one, but. Sam Kane, the way he's been playing, like that doesn't justify or that doesn't show his whole like um, influence on a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So when I said that he wasn't, that he's not in the top echelon of loose words, I I didn't mean like in real life. I just meant. Oh yeah, yeah. Lucky then. You know? as, as fantasy, in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, there's things like he slows down the opposition ball, but that that's worth zero points in fantasy. You know, mm. and um, you know just. All, all the stuff he does at the breakdown, that you, you get, don't get any credit for in, in fantasy rugby. So that, yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't mean like in real life. Obviously, he's uh, automatic with all blacks. You know, just to uh, add on to what you said before, Stace, if you look at Galantz there, the outside back for God Squad, scoring 74 yeah. points. So him and those other, his, his um, the back three, that's called bigger. Because I remember yeah. uh, for Edmund, the guy the dreads, he scored big too that week. Spickman. Spickman. Spickman, yeah, yeah. So we're looking at... Yeah, some, someone mentioned that in the chat. I think he got 80. Yeah. So the back three for the Bulls that week scored 70 plus, all three of them. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I think Gallant got the lowest at 74.1 Shit. that week. But that was the first week that LeBoc started. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll look again next week uh, at the round that just passed and you'll see a similar sort of uh, correlation. So it's really interesting for me anyway. <laughs> okay, let's go to someone named Dingo and Edmund. Well, that's pretty straightforward. Do we really need to break this one down? But who 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 won that game? So, Man Dingo wins four hundred sixty to yeah. Edmund's three hundred twenty-three. Okay, who's his top scorer? So, Man Dingo is probably his seventy points from Sean Stevenson. Oh. <laughs> You know, like, like, like let's be you're honest. You're going to roll the dice on Sean Stevenson every week, man. No, yeah, because you right. no, no, because you don't know whether he's studying or not. That's the only, that's no. the only dice you need no, to. No, no, you know, hold in your hand. Whether he's going to be gay or not. That's no, 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 no. That's no. the dice roll. I don't know. No, no, that's tough. That's tough, bro. I don't. I don't think he's. 
I think, you know, there's players made for these kind of uh, fantasy rugby leagues. He's one of them. Because he's always going to get the ball. He's always going to make a run here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, looking at Sean Stevens and his numbers, he's averaging about 43 this year. But you're right, guys, job security. Because they've got Sean Wainui. Um, they've got a couple of other guys. They've got some real depth on the outside backs. Mm. So he's, you know, they've only um, Ale Malo and McKenzie are guaranteed. That's in that right. Three. That's right. Yeah. And then it's the, that last spot. So you're right. It's sort of taking a gamble on Stevenson. Because yeah. if what they go with Wainui, then you're basically holding on to guys who's not going to play. I, I feel like Wainui hasn't been playing much this year. No, no, he has. He's he's probably had the same same amount of games as um, Stevenson, but because they, they're rotating. And, Manu, and Manu's another, he's another um, winger. Like, they played him on the wing as well. Mm. They've kind of moved yeah, him in, yeah, but, yeah. you know, like, we're still trying to find our, find the team, but Sean Stevenson, he's never, like, uh, every game that I've watched of him, he's never let us down as, as Chiefs, you know? That's um, that's Stacey going through his fridge getting another beer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's Cameron Scullin another Corona because we we're going against the grain. But yeah, yeah, no, Sean Stevenson. We talked about Marty Leboc and um. Yeah, no, you go, you go. Yeah, we we talked about Marty Leboc and the difference he's made since he started it. So, but it hasn't translated into points for him himself. Mm. He's he's sort of facilitating for the, the rest of the backs, but look, he got eighteen point five for um, Summer Samoan Mandingo, and I remember a couple of podcasts ago, someone had said that you know eventually the box going to take over from Mornay Stain, so he held him for that reason. It just doesn't look like he's getting the points from the good work he's doing for the for the team. So he's sending everyone else up except for himself. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. you think you'll get the assists, but. Yeah, um, he's just adding a lot more width to their attack, which they didn't have when when Stain was there. So, and they got they got good outside backs. So they should they should play that way, realistically. What I find interesting on this is Mandingo's uh, Emilio Buffelli scoring a seven. Did he come off the bench or something? Mm, that's a good question. Isn't it? Now six sixty two minutes he played, so oh. he uh he just it doesn't look like he didn't do a hell of a lot. Mm. <laughs> and that's probably his lowest score he's had all year. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been quite consistent, so I was quite lucky. Uh, he's got via for Fito. He's, uh, you know, he's given away so many penalties and yellow cards. I don't know. I would be, I would be, I would be holding him. Mate. He's pretty, uh, pretty risky. Well, I, 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 I picked him in the draft, and because of going off his form a couple of years, because yeah. he's, you know, he's dynamic, bro. Like he, he open field when he when he gets the ball in hand, he's a good runner and that. Mm. And I think, if yeah. anything, it kind of shows like you can see all the stuff that, like all the flashy stuff. But I guess it's discipline and and the little things. He's not. Um, he he got a yellow card that day. Yeah, that was when we were in the stadium. Yeah. yeah. So three yeah. three cards went out that game. Red card went to the prop. Lomax. Lomax. Yeah. Lomax. Yeah. Five Vita had one yellow, and um, who had the other yellow? Uh, Barrett. Barrett. He tried Jordy, to do, Jordy well, it shouldn't have been because I no, saw that. that. that was no, no, I was there at the stadium. He looked like he was going for the ball because we were eye level. He looked at me. He said, Should I take it? Should I take it? I said, Go grab it, and he didn't. You know, and he tried to got sent off. That's how you won that game because there's no way that you can lose a game where you are fifteen or twelve. Anyways, yeah, if you try to cheat, then you know <laughs> you're gonna lose. 
If you try to cheat. Hey, hey. Like I said, yeah, mate, yeah. if you're not cheating, you're not trying, mate. Okay. Um, so that was round six. Yep. Let's go to round seven. So wait, wait. So what were the standings? <laughs> what were the standings? Oh, okay, okay. Let's look uh, at round six. Standings. Can you change the round six? No, I don't think so. No, it doesn't look like it. Oh, okay. So the top. I, I can tell you, I was coming first. Still. So the top four were top four, right? Um, at the start, I don't know if it was the same at the end, but I can tell you, three of the top four were still the same. I'm not sure about the fourth one. <laughs> well, no, it was. It was. I think Clutch City was still top four. Were they? Were they? Okay. Oh no, no, that's right. Because I'd kick them right out of the top four. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. My bad. Just... Okay, since we're on the table. This is the current table, guys. So, um, conference... is this uh, right now? Right now? Right now. Right okay, now. let's go. So, conference one, we've got Hon Spicy coming first, Samuel Mandingo second, God Squad third, Clutch City fourth, Ultimate Chiefs Ooh. fifth. Conference You're two. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I've had two losses, so two losses in a row. So, yeah, I'm down at fourth oh, place. Yeah, so, conference two, we have at the top, we got number one, we got Blues Dudes. Number two, we have Bayside Tigers. Three, we have the Countdown, four, Edmund, and five, we've got Millie Lebois. Or, you know what? Let's do him a favor. Just don't mention his team, okay? Because I think anyone that listens to this podcast kind of knows who's going to last <laughs> overall. <okay? laughs> Just because res- I respect him. He's my brother. You know, I don't, I, I don't want him yep. to hear his name getting slandered like that, you know? You know, it's kind of just don't mention it because, you know. Okay, uh, we're going to uh, game week seven. That was last week. Um, so the first game, we've got Blues Dudes and Clutch City. Uh, Blues Dudes wins this one, 555 to Clutch City's 362. You know, before we go into this, like, what was the game, like, going in before everything that's happened? What was the game of the round? Like, um, what, 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 what game were, were you looking forward to? Uh, like, the Super Rugby games. Was there a certain, certain game that you thought, okay, man, this is one that I've got to watch, or this is the game that's going to turn towards, like, if my players in this this game go well, I know that I'm going to beat this guy? Um, It'll probably be for me. Who was a player that you needed, that you thought, if this, if this, if we go well, I've got um, blue dudes? Um, <laughs> it'll probably be uh, the Brumbies White Sides game, because... Who had you invested in? I had to scramble. Here we go, Stacey. I had to scramble. <laughs> what was the, how long did that take before the excuses came up? That's, that's, that's what I was going for, bro. I was waiting for this guy to come up this one, bro. Here we go, here we go. So so you're scrambling, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, th- this was a weird round because in the middle of the in the middle of the weekend, they decided not to have the Hagarera's and Highlanders game. No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's, that choice wasn't made until Sunday. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So I had to scramble and oh, um, and put my players but you, on. So you knew that happened. See, no one told me that. Oh, 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 we'll come to that. Yeah, but by that time I was getting wasted anyway. So I had to at least put some scores on. So what I did was, <laughs> what I did was I had to go into the player hub and find out who's playing in the last game, the Royal Tars and Brumbies. And I found out that a lot of players that were left on the player hub were on the bench. So oh. I had to like, so, so that's why I had to get rid of, I had to put these these players on that were playing, at least. So um, some of yeah. my um, Highlanders guys weren't playing, obviously, and Hugger Rivers guys weren't playing, so I had to trade them out for anyone, anyone that was playing, <laughs> anyone that wasn't either the Waratahs or the Brumbies that were, was playing that, that night. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I just looking at it now, you got a lot of players in that game, so that's what happened. 
Mm. With that other game getting called off, you were short of players and you just um, grabbed some guys at the last minute. Yeah, yeah, that's what I had to do. But um, yeah. I was hoping for the best, but um, by that point when they announced that the Highlanders game wasn't going ahead, I was already down by like 100, 100 plus. Yeah. So I had to do something. <coughs> so you were, just, uh, you were just trying to keep the, crawls, uh, like the scores credible, eh? Like just not lose by 300 that I mean, just you get, were down by. Just giving yourself a chance. I mean, there's no point having a zero player there. You might as well get some some points out of it, but but you know they already announced by that time too that the Super Rugby was going to be suspended. Oh, yeah, yeah. After that yeah. round, so it really didn't matter what was going to happen the following week because it's suspended. So you just have to do the best you can with whoever's in the player hub. Yep, yep. I feel cool. But looking at your team, uh, Blues dudes, I uh, see that um you've you had the high score in the round though. So you see your um fine uh, Nuku. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, eighty three. Yeah. That, that was the second game. Yeah, after I lost last week, you know, I always come back with a vengeance, like the Crusaders. <laughs> oh, when they lose, up. whoever they play the following week normally gets fucking smoked. So I knew Kevin's, <laughs> I was over before it even started this week, um, and I was gonna, I was, you're gonna get killed. But um, yeah, find the Nuku. He's he's playing really good, like you mentioned. I know David Havili's got a long term injury, so there's sort of a semi opening. And I, he, I think he senses that, that he could be in line for more game time. Mm. And you can see him, he was trying to really search for the ball and get involved a lot more. Mm. And, and so I like that work ethic from him. I like that work yeah. ethic that he brought. And he's sort of beating, um, beating out um, several recent points too, huh? Yeah, he's yeah, on- yeah. So I, I think he's, he senses that there's an opportunity there in the outside backs that they can potentially do some reshuffling. Mm. And he could get, be in for more game time with, with Havili up long term, so... Uh, good on him. He's, he's really trying to nail that spot. So uh, there's another guy I see there on your midfield, uh, James O'Connor, uh, who oh. you traded for the week before. Yeah. Giving you 39 points. So it'll be interesting to see what happened to um, uh, the other side of the trade on um, Bayside Tigers' uh, game. You, you know you know one thing that was interesting because I actually watched that game and your guy there, Jock Campbell, he, he went off early. He got yeah. cussed. Yeah, that's right. Um, Back of the full day of um, Speckman's full day or something, eh? Yeah, yeah. And um, what they did was they bought on... Um, who did they bring Lucas. On? Yeah, Isaac, yeah Lucas, Isaac Lucas. Lucas. And yeah. Isaac Lucas, he moved into first five. I had him too. And then too. David O'Connor moved to second five. And then uh, Hamish Stewart, who was playing second five, he moved to fullback. Mm. So it was just interesting how they did that mix-up. And yeah, that's why I think O'Connor scored not as good as he has. He's been one of the best midfielders in the comp. But... It happens with him playing 10, not playing 12. So hopefully that was just a one-off. Mm. Well, it looks like Jock Campbell will be back after the um, suspension. So probably move mm-hmm. back to uh, first five. But it's interesting that they put um, Higgity on because you, you you got him and he gave you 12 points. So that was, uh, yeah. he, that was an educated uh, guess, see. Because you put him yeah, on yeah. before he got named up. You know, you know when you say yeah. educated guess, just say it was a fluke. Yeah. It was a fluke. <laughs> don't don't rub this guy's back, bro. I'm sick of this rubbing back stuff. But they <laughs> <laughs> give him that much credit, okay? I know he's got all his paper, all his paper lined up like he's like. <laughs> but just say, hey man, that's a good, you know, one thing that's, that's a good fluke. Higgy was the second top point scorer in all of fantasy rugby last year. So he's got that pedigree, which is why I picked him up with my theoretical logic. But he's just <laughs> not uh, hes not getting it done. So that's a one-week contract for him. He's out. Yeah. Hey, Stace, are you one of those guys that sit down in your lounge 
on the floor, legs crossed, and you got all the players' faces and photos on and right in front of you, and you just put, <laughs> you're just trying to um, put your team together. Is that what you do when you're studying, bro? Like, like, like he's like FBI or something, yeah. <laughs> and he's got all the strings that lead, like <laughs> you got it all crisscross, like, like a mission, like Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 nothing like that. You know, I just, I just, just a fan of the game, so you, you just. <laughs> Just gotta think, think outside the box sometimes. <laughs> but but that's what you love about it, eh? It's like trying to figure out, trying to beat the like the curve or something. You know, you're just trying to anticipate. Do you, is that what you love about it? Is that what you love about fantasy footy as well? Because you know, yeah, yeah. Especially the way that we've done it this year, where the higher up the table you are, the lower your um, waiver wire. So I almost never get the player that I want to get. So I've got to try to use a bit of a different strategy to try to go up earlier. And that's how I can, can sometimes pull off some tricks. Mm. Yeah. Oh, tricks. Is that what you call them? Yeah, tricks. Oh, I won't use anything fancy, just tricks. I'm not sure if you guys watched that Reds Bulls game, but the, the Bulls were up um, 17 nil really early on. I, I, I yeah. watched I watched the game, you know, and, and, and they were, um, in the Reds just, that was a really good game. And I saw, I yeah. saw, um, Brad Fawn's, uh, interview after the game, and they made little adjustments. And, yeah. and I, and I thought, man, like he's, he's coming into his own. Brad Fawn as a coach, but that team as well, you know. But I was kind of like, you know, I was like, there was this time like, like um, O'Connor went close and I was like, drop the ball, drop the ball. And he dropped the ball. And I'm like, yes. Just to alleviate the guilt of trading him away because I should have stayed loyal to him. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I, you know, I, I like watching, like there's certain teams, like, you know, NRL as well, like there's certain teams you don't watch because you know they're going to be boring. Yeah. And I think Super Rugby's the same. Like, I like, yeah. I, I like watching the Reds because they're always, like, they're exciting. They're an exciting team. You know, their backs, you know, Spate and all those got O'Connor and, and they got Tupo and that. So, you know, you're going to be, like, they, they, they might lose, but you know, they're going to, like, you know, they're going to be exciting as well to watch. Mm. Yep. But that's why I don't watch the Highlanders. You know what I mean? Like, if I see a Highlanders game, they're playing like, oh, don't want to watch this game. You know, they're kind of like, uh, you know, are they going to really, you know, like, put a forward or something? But that was a good game. They were, you know, and I, and I thought they were gone. And then when I saw them, they came back and it was like something like 40, 40 unanswered points or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. The reason I want to bring up this guy, Liam Wright, um, who's the QC captain. And when they were down 17, you know, we came up with some real critical plays just before half time. He got a couple of crucial turnovers. And it was like a real, like a captain's knock where he just came on and led his team. That's the first time that I thought, oh, this guy's like a, he's a proper captain. You know, he's a really good leader of his team. As um yeah, as, yeah. as as all black fans should be should we be worried because it seems like some of these guys are coming they're coming right and like they've it sounds like and, and with Dave Rennie there it feels like they've got the right coach I'm a, I'm a of course I'm a Dave Rennie fan because I'm a Chiefs fan but Dave Rennie is a quality coach you know what I mean and now it sounds like with Australia they've got their coach now it feels like some of his players are coming into form he seems to spot he seems to have a good eye for spotting talent. Well, Australia had the good under twenties uh, last year, huh? so a lot of those yeah, under twenty guys uh, beat the New Zealand under twenties. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, you're right. Lolly Seal was one of those guys. Uh, yep. Harry Wilson. Yep. So, so those under twenties guys have come into Super Rugby this year, just fitting into their their Super Rugby teams. So, I think you'll get most of those guys coming up from that under twenty squad. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. All right, Cam's out of one. one. Yeah, uh, yeah, just the, yeah, just no, no more sword in the wounds for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next match we're going to Edmund. Edmund scores three hundred seventy-four. He was up against Ultimate Chiefs. He scored two hundred fifty-five. So a win for Edmund. There's a lot of DNPs and uh, Ultimate Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's why he had to go place um, flags in the in the bushes because you know he's trying to. <laughs> it's a, it's it's kind of like a magic, eh? You know, you you have to draw the eye from one hand and and then like uh, look at this while I'm doing something with the other hand. His team <laughs> <laughs> rubbish. Yeah, can't say much about this game, eh? Sorry, boys, don't die. Can you hear me? Yeah, can yeah. you hear us? Are you getting Sorry, because I feel the top force here now. Yeah, yeah, we can hear. All right, just want to welcome um, Samuel Mandingo. Just showed up to the in the studio. How's it going? What's up, man? We're just going through the last round uh, last week, and we're just looking at um, Ultimate Chiefs versus Edmund. So, so this is one of those filler games, eh? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can move on from this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to talk about if no one's got no one's playing for um, Ultimate Chiefs. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six guys missing. I just want to say, I don't know what he would do if he didn't have Mark Talia, because, I mean, that guy's the, the shining light in, the, in this Ultimate Chiefs team. What a boy. He's uh, leading the league in um, tackle breaks, eh? Who is? Mark Talia. Oh, yep. We were just talking about him. like um. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Is he, he's got a part Fijian or? He's pretty dark skinny for some, well, Talia. Yeah, it must be from Kwa. I think he's half uh, South African, half Samoan. Eats. Yeah. Not for reals. I think that's what I read. You better check that stat before we post this up, bro, because... Okay, I'll check it. I'll check it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, deceptively elusive, that fella. Oh, is he from Messi? Yeah. It's a rugby club. He's playing for them. Uh, he's with North Harbour. I heard um, someone say it in the commentary. So he could be a one three five call up. I hope so. We'll hit up Ray and see if we can get them on. Oh, oh no, look. Mm, Jericho. Really around Mark Tillia after his... Brother Jericho. Oh. Yeah, he's a proud Samoan and South African. Wow. Oh, mean. What a mix. That's awesome. That's probably the best of both genes there. Eh? Super athlete. Yeah. Can we move on for this game? Because it's hurting my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say one more thing about this game. Yeah. This guy, um, Salakaya Loto, got 55.3. Who? So he's in the top 10 for all loose forwards. And he's the only blindside flank that's in there. So there's four number eight, five open sides, and one blindside, which is this guy, Salakai Aloto. So, you know, you normally stay away from blindsides because their work doesn't really equate well into, you know, fantasy points. But this guy's like an exception to that rule. Yeah, I had that guy, but then I saw them starting him at lock and I dropped him, and now all of a sudden he wants to score points. But it's alright because I've been winning anyway. So, I mean, I'm not too bothered. Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, far ultimate chief. Um, accountant versus hot and spicy. The accountant three hundred and eleven to hot and spicy is four hundred and seventy-three. Well, I don't think there's any surprise there <laughs> because uh, hot and spicy top of the is he either one or two. So is any any anyone going up against him is uh, hard. Hard matchup, but I see Hoskins uh, Satutu still there, 85. Mm. Keeps his run of good scores going. That, that That's yeah. a buy, eh? That's a buy in itself. Like, I think if we had seen him um, in the draft, you know, I don't think any of us would have picked him up. It, it, it feels like um, right. he, he, he picked him up by chance. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Hoskins Satutu's if you watch the game, he's everywhere. If you watch any of the Blues games this year, he's got a high work rate, and I think it shows up on there. Eh? One of those dudes who does well yeah. in fantasy and in the game, because he carries the ball a lot, and I think that's where he scores a lot of points. 
He's an opening now with Kieran Reid there for the All Blacks. I don't know if it's too early for him, but you know, he could be could be a bolter. Mm, yeah, definitely. It. I think the future of the All Blacks lose forwards is mostly Blues and Adi Oh, here we go. If I had to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> where's Sam Kane? Where's Sam Kane in your <laughs> reckoning? I've always thought Sam Kane is severely overrated. Eh? Oh wow! Like, Next, <laughs> this is the Reuben Thorn and oh. no, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> oh, you know, How many coins have you had yet, Tomah? <laughs> <laughs> he just turned up, bro. Nah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just teasing. But yeah, Sam Kane's the man. I don't read him ahead of Adi, and I think uh, does Adi does Adi move into number six? Because we've got no legit number six. Six is a. Adi can play anywhere he wants. He's the best rugby player in the world. Like any of eight, seven, six. But I think if he match him up with Sam King, that's that's. Mm. See, see that. That's why um, Stace just t- took a big skull of his glass. <laughs> I wish we were going live so people could see how much he sculled there. It was nearly like a whole can or something. So. <laughs> Even he doesn't believe what you're saying, bro. Uh, yeah, I was only kidding. <laughs> Sam Kane is good. He's the man. Hmm. Mm, is he as good as Adi? No. No, he's not. Yeah. He's not. But we can agree on that. But but they can if if they can if, if we can get the mix right of our list forwards, we're gonna be mean, bro. Mm, Adi six. Would, would you give Sam Kane the captaincy then? Nah. No way. I don't give because him the captaincy. You know, that's sort of like um like, remember when Ruben Thorne was... No, 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 no. Really don't say that name, bro. It's like Harry Potter. You know, the name that, you know... Don't don't Horrible. mention that Don't mention that name on this podcast. Okay, we haven't gone back that far. But, but, Tom, but Tom, Tom has got a good point. Like, I mean, if you pick Kane as the captain, and he's the second best team he's, that he, got, he's not the like captain. He won't be the captain this year. He won't be the captain this year. I think he will be, yeah. I think, I think uh, Goat, the Goat Vitalik should be captain. Yeah, that's right. If Brady was here... Yeah. If Brady was here, we wouldn't be having this this talk. Yeah. So when Brady comes back next year, I think Whitelock is ahead of uh, Retallick for captaincy Ooh. options. Oh, which Whitelock? Oh yeah, just uh, mm. oh, I, I thought you were gonna say he's he's ahead of uh, what? Uh, he's ahead of uh, Retallick as a player, but they, 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 no, no, they, no. don't swear like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Retallick is still the best player in the world. Oh. Yeah. Is he is he the best player on uh, the world? I, I think I think that Blues player, uh, what's his name, Bowden Barrett. Mm. <laughs> how many games has he played? How many games do you think he's gonna play for the Blues this year? I don't think that he's not gonna get a look in, eh? Who? Uh, Bowden Barrett. He's gonna just gonna come off the bench all year. We like we're doing good without him. Oh wow. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's, it's going to be hard for him to break a, into a, that there's squad. There's a coronavirus, but the coronavirus that you've got is uh, drinking too much coronas, mate. <laughs> no, if you have to slow down. If you've got mate. a team that's that's hot like that, like four or five in a row, hot. Why, oh, why are you going to miss off that? It's going to be hard for him. Why do you want to disrupt the chemistry yeah. that's already there? That's winning four games in a row, man. That's oh. true. You know? And I think if you look at it, it's a good chance for them to ease him back in, like you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, he's coming down from his holiday. Yeah, you know, he yeah, can't so. throw him in the deep end straight away. You know, I, you know, you you you'll assume there's a bit of rust in there. Yeah, I, I like kind of like um like you know Golden State over the last couple of years. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so he's like uh, Iguodala. Oh, it's like you know when <laughs> he's he, just making up the numbers. When Kevin Durant will be injured and they'll just ease him back in because they already got all the other guns there. <laughs> I think it's the same kind of thing when you're that like when you're that good like there's a lot of 
We yeah. got form like that and depth. Yeah. Didn't even have Marchant playing last last week. Who? Joe Marchant. <laughs> It's a good point. Mm. 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 Well, I might see if I can get some finals tickets to Eden Park for the uh, Super Rugby. <laughs> <laughs> I see um, Tanil Tupou there scoring big again. That's two weeks in a row now. 55 this week. Yeah. Well, he's got a try. Uh, I watched that game. Any insight on uh, why these big runoff scores has come from Tanil Tupou? Right, like um, Stace, what was that stat that you said? Like these three games where he's under ten, the four games that he yeah. scores under ten, and every other game, like there's no in between. There, he's either rocks or yeah, diamonds. Rocks or diamonds yeah. He's kind of like the, the like like good. like the Blues or the Warriors, eh? Rocks mm-hmm. or diamonds, eh? He's mm-hmm. like Chris Lee. He's Chris <laughs> Lee. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah. Not yeah. like what like when he was at the Bulldogs, he was he was diamonds. When he was over here, he was... In the Bulldogs. <laughs> he was rocks. <laughs> Crack rocks. <laughs> but I love him, so leave him alone. Okay, moving on. Yeah, please, please. We've got... Is this Smelly Leobot's first one, is it? Oh, no. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> I've, you know, I've, no, 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 no. <laughs> let me preface this. So on, on Friday, I go to Tama. Oh, but who you got? Oh, I got, I got a Smelly Leobot. And this guy goes, oh, flip, man, I think this might be my first loss. I said, you can't, you can't say that, mate, because you don't want to be that guy. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy, bro. Ultimate Chiefs just got by through the skin of his teeth, so. Yeah. Well, well, I've, I'm probably, um, MLP's biggest supporter on this podcast. I've picked them every time to, to break the duck. So <laughs> yeah. if he had been me, I wouldn't have been too bad because I'm up the peak. You know, all the way. And I think his next game, whenever it is, he's going to win. But this week, no tortilla. <laughs> well, yeah, M- MLP has lost this uh, match uh, yeah. by close to 100 points, looks like. Yeah. Um, so um, MLP scores 358 to Mandingo's 455. Yeah, I was looking a bit hairy then coming up to the last game because I saw I think he was some, leading. He was leading at yeah. 1.8. And I saw, like, because this um, Yaguari's got... And then I saw some insider trading, some people trying to fix the match. <laughs> <laughs> These people trying to fix the matches, trying to give them guys who are going to score 80 coming up to the last game. But it wouldn't have mattered anyway because I'd, um, I think I'd come back with the last game, um, with the Waratahs and Brumbies. If they hadn't played, I wouldn't have, um, I wouldn't have won. But yeah, I think for new buys I got this week, I bought an Ipa, Kelly Tuodi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he scored fifty. You know, just had to Shot be lo- loyal to the one three five. I, yeah. knew, I knew he was going to have a big game, so I bought him in. And um, yeah, I had a few guys who actually didn't play. Uh, Marchant, the uh, Domingo Miori, and most of my props didn't turn up either. But yeah, good good hit out from Gaspar and again McKinnery, whatever from the Brumbies. He's been really good for me, and mm. I think he's going to keep doing well until uh, Fanga comes back. Um, have you had a spell for Fanga's back shortly, so he might be back to the beach. Uh, have you had a spell for a while, um, and Dingo? Yeah, you had him for like uh, this is probably the fourth game. Yeah, a couple of weeks. I bought him when he first started, and his first game he started, he only got like ten points. So I just kind of held on to him because I knew that he was a young kind of prop, and I thought that he'll get a lot of work done around the park so yeah i kept him and mm. he's been pretty solid as a prop yeah just the only yeah. problem was no ma- i 
couldn't get another midfielder and I didn't want to trade out uh, Marchant. But I picked up um, the Yagwadi's other outside back. He's uh, on my bench. What's his name? Conciliary. Mm. Yeah. Because I saw oh, yeah. Some, someone yeah. dropped him. So now I've got both gun outside backs from the Yagwadi's and just did it for trade for whoever. I see you, Mandingo. I see you escaped the um, last minute buy for Hagueros and Highlanders last week. You had no none of them on your starting lineup. Oh yeah, yeah. It was um. I think I only had Domingo Mioti, and he didn't he didn't play. But I um yeah, I switched them out for Money Leibok, and then by the time Leibok played, they had um already can can not they can the game, so it's a bit too late. But yeah, it was close in the end. But yeah, I reckon. MLP's got a good team. He'll probably he he can probably pick up a few more wins in the B League down there, but um <laughs> in the G League. But yeah. I see he's picked up uh uh MLP's picked up uh some more Manu. So he's probably do you reckon he's gonna be um starting every week now? Who Manu? Yeah. For the Chiefs. Yeah. He's good bro. He is he's a real solid mm. player. I think if they get like um for the Chiefs, I think if we can get it right, he's he's gonna be there. But like like we were talking about before, he's he's in between all these guys. He's like McKenzie. McKenzie's a definite. Ali Marlow is a definite. So it's Wainui, uh, Stevenson. You know if, they, if they're on a persevere, we'll like either put Manu at um, centre because Leonard Brown's got the other spot. You know. Yeah, um, I think that's a critical point because they want they want um, Leonard Brown to play twelve. Yeah. So they need someone who can play thirteen. Yeah. So that means it's out of Tumor Manu and Kunti Paya. And I think Tumor Manu no, is more established. No, also, also who, who, who's the Bali? Um, sorry, who's the the other guy um, for the Chiefs? Nekvul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good too. So, but he's a 12. He's a 12 first and foremost. Yeah. So if Leonard Brown's played 12, then they need a 13, which is so that puts it between Manu and Tupaya. Yeah. More natural food. And I think Manu's the better option at this stage of their careers anyway. Ah, well, well, Manu. Like, if you look at him, he's he's kind of built like um like Lomapi. You know, like he's he's quite a solid guy. He's a strong runner as well. Don't laugh, don't laugh, Stacey. <laughs> you think? Well, how are the Chiefs this year? What is the what are their record? Um, three and two, four and two. It's still still good enough to be uh, top team by the end of the year. That, that's all we need to know. If people say they un- underperform, they have. We have. But we I have. I think it's powerful the course for them. No, 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 no. The Chiefs have, still haven't gotten over their slow starts. They've been having. Yeah. Still having their slow starts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's because it's just lax. You know, that's how we that's how we are from the Tron. We're just lax. But we'll see when it counts, bro. You know, we're not we're not going to be like the Blues go off to fast starts and then. Pfft. Anyways, next game. Anyway, well, so, so what's the final score in that game? So MLP, 358. Mandingo's for 455. Unlucky, Jack. Anyways. Up the peak next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the next match we've got Bayside Tigers versus Scott Squad. Next! <laughs> Bayside Tigers, 217. Yeah. To God Squad's 488. Yeah. No, I got carved up. I got carved up in this game. I think um, after the first, uh, I think it was the first three games that I hadn't even hit the 100 mark. Yeah. And it didn't help with the, there, there was um, two games that, uh, one of the games that got um, the Hug Warriors game. Didn't help. So he had played all his squad before the last two games. So I was counting on the last two games and they didn't turn up. So, yeah. Yeah, God Squad's been... He's always scored like... Well, he's there or thereabouts, mm. eh? Yeah. But 
but it's just because he's in the yeah. top league, so oh, he hasn't <laughs> like he's had like tough games. He he's given me one of my only losses, but yeah. So his squad looks pretty good from top to bottom. George Bridge top scored this week, eighty five, but they were playing the Sunwolves and the Sunwolves just been getting the pump everywhere this this year. You know, on yeah. us um. I don't know why Bayside's missing a whole lot of players here. It's, looks like you're still celebrating from your win the previous week. Uh, <laughs> still carrying on uh, celebrating to this week. Reason why you haven't now uh, put put in your team? Uh, no, 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 because <laughs> when you celebrate, you go out drinking all night. You're still coming down from your party, man. Uh, you, you can you can laugh, but um, I looked at the team list and the guys that I had kept, they were starting. So for some reason. Richie, um, Barrett, and all that—they got—they got yanked at the last minute. So if I had those guys playing, this would have been a, we would be talking about me winning by over six hundred points. All the guys. So the last, so I had—I I think I had four four players in the last game. So I still could have made a move. You know what I mean? But because you know, You're too they, busy celebrating, you didn't make those moves. Actually, I had five players in the last game. So I mean, I'm 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 more, I've, I've already been dealt a really bad hand. But I guarantee if those guys were playing, it would be usually would all be tapping me on the back because I would have moved up into first place or something crazy like that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> at least second, at least second. Because look, how, how many players that uh, are on zero? Look, I've got heaps of gaps there, man. Flip. Well, negative. Yeah, well, not well. Besides the negative, but there's a lot of guys that didn't end up playing. So there's empty spots. Like you know, those are the guys that it went like um, the teams had. Like changing into buys, and then I had guys that they changed at the last minute. Richie Monga is one of them, because I remember looking at the team list. He was starting him and Barrett, so they must have thought, "No, we're not going to risk it." You know, if, uh, the they weren't aware of how serious the uh, coronavirus was going to be, and they thought, "You know what? Basoto has been cut, kicking ass. Might as well, like you know, give God God Squad a, a bit of a break." But I'm good with that. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm looking at God Squad. He got that. Uh, Havili, Sione Havili. That's a good one-week contract there, I 70.3. Mm. So, so who, who did he grab him off? I think he was in the hub. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's not mm. He's not like one of the usual starters for the Crusaders. It's a good corona cough there. Good coronavirus. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that was good how you coughed into yeah. your... Um, no, no one around, but yeah. still coughing into your elbow. Your elbow. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> good technique. Yeah. Yeah. It's just coughing at your excuses, man. <laughs> 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 yeah, but yeah, no, that's they're not excuses. It's the truth, you know. Um, but yeah, that was hard. That was hard for me to take because he was already up. I think he was up like uh, up to two hundred, and I was still like in the sixty, seventy mark. And I thought, you know, I, I was banking on those last two games to to catch up, and then you know, yeah, you could have traded um, during the rounds during the games happened. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that kind of knee jerk. Reaction kind of guy like Kuchi, <laughs> you know. I don't want to say face. If I lose, with, like when I go to battle, these are the guys I'm going to battle with, man. Hey, man. You know when I battle, I battle with honor. I make sure. <laughs> That's not honor, bro. I make sure my team That's, is. Uh, that is not honor. I, show, I make sure not, my team. Hey, I make sure my team is full. No, no, no. I don't come into a round is, disrespecting my that, opponent and not is, putting people on. That, that not putting is, my team. Don't, don't ever talk about honor. <laughs> Like, imagine being at the front line, and you go like, yeah, man. And then he goes, silly, you have to go back to the Packers' way. <laughs> no, because 
just because I just need to save face. I mean, we're gonna lose, but I just don't want. I just don't want to lose by that much. That's not honor, bro. You know what? If you're going to battle with me, no. and you're on the front line. You're going all the way. Hey, Even man. if we're gonna lose, man. As well as honor, it was hot. No, I chucked on no, I chucked boy. on players that could play hey, even though, that's even though, hard believing hey, standing by the Christ that I you had gaps had, I had gaps in my standing lineup <laughs> and, and <laughs> to fill in those gaps as a put in guys <laughs> even though they're on the bench I put them on you got gaps in you your honour bro that's <laughs> in your heart Gaps <laughs> hey, is hosting the podcast you can't come on here and get the throwing in the towel. You know, you've got to make up <laughs> You can't throw on the towel and then host the podcast. That's what he done. That's what he done, bro. Yeah. Trying to set an example for you, bro. It's like, it's like Rocky and Rocky Rocky Four, bro. Throw yeah. the towel. Throw the goddamn towel. <laughs> but man, he was hot under the towel. <laughs> Actually, that's me. I should have thrown in the towel, but I didn't. But you know, if he dies, he dies. <laughs> 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 You did throw the towel. Yeah, and I, hey, hey, and I stood by my, I stood by, I stood by it, man. Anyways, let's look at the table. (laughs) Okay, we'll go back to the table. So these are, so if the season ends now. Yes. First place, hot and spicy. Is that? Oh, no, Blues dude's first place. I was just looking at the A, one A, the A league. That's not one A, bro. That's not one A. I was looking at the. It's points, bro. It's points. A league. Okay, we went through the table before, but we went through the conferences. We'll go for the the whole thing. Overall. So, overall. So, Blues Dude is <laughs> number one. Number two. We've got Han Spicy. Number three. Samuel Mendingo. Number four. We've Say got Bayside Tigers. That's right. That's right. Five. Five, we've got God Squad. God Squad. Six, we have Clutch City. Seven, we have Accountant. Eight, we've got Ultimate Chiefs. Nine, Edmund. And last... Don't say, don't say it. Don't I feel like <laughs> Ultimate Chiefs is just really bringing down uh, 1A. <laughs> Being like the bottom half. Eh? Like, you know, everyone else is top four, top five, and he's like coming eighth. You know, that's why when you put Chiefs in your name, title like that. No, 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 no. It's going to be. Uh, it was Ultimate. It's going to be at the bottom. It was Ultimate. Because he likes to walk around with the Ultimate Warrior face paint. Of course, he's going to be mud like that. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? How long is the season off for? Two weeks? They said two weeks. Oh, yeah. It will probably be longer, eh? Yeah, I think you wouldn't be surprised, eh, if it's a bit longer. Well, I think it was a good recovery on my part. You just started the season with two losses. But you came in here on the first week, I wasn't here, and you guys rubbished my team. And then, like I said, once I get a head of steam going, I'm going to pump everybody. And that's true. So I just jumped across to week nine. Obviously, week nine is not going to happen. But uh, we've got Edmund, God Squad. Accountant, Mandingo, Bayside Tigers, Hot and Spicy. I would have taken him out. Blues Dudes, Ultimate Chiefs. And I would have killed him. MLP, Clutch <laughs> City. So uh, I guess it's my turn to not be the first one to lose to MLP. Well, I, I reckon you would have been. I think you would have been the first team to... Because <laughs> like, the way that you slipped from... Uh, so so um, early rounds, were you like coming second or third? And now you're sixth. That's, that's, a, that's a bit of a drop. You know, you you're coming first after the rep, oh. and then you know, then, then you just be tumbling down the table. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been doing it with honor and <laughs> hats, <laughs> <laughs> like um, Keith Sutherland on um, Young Guns too. 
when he oh. died. You know, he came out guns blazing. <laughs> how did that that's work how, out for him? That's how, that's how, <laughs> how I'm going did, out. How did, how did that work out for him? That's right. <laughs> if I'm going to go out, that's how I'm going out, man. Guns blazing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Okay, guys. So, um, what we're we going to do now? No rugby. Fuck. I heard that they're going to introduce like uh, just a New Zealand competition. Did you hear about that? Did you guys hear about that? Yeah, yeah. So each each New Zealand team will play each other twice. I think they'll go back to zero. Have a little yep. competition. So five teams. Each team will play each other twice and we'll have uh, a bye. Each team will have two byes. So that will... Um, but, but it's all three... Um, I suppose they can't do all the Hagwaris and the Sunwolves, but if, if Australia do it and then South Africa do it, then they could still potentially carry on the table. Super rugby, just with, you know, regionalisation. true that, eh? But... Could they still do that with the corona? No. As long as it's in your own country. And as long as uh, you don't have a crowd there to watch. They'll just have a TV. Mm. They'll just have an empty stadium, play the game, and just have the um, TV there. Huh. Yeah. But, uh, but you know what? If they do this, and once a player gets the coronavirus, it's it's over. Yeah. They've really got to thank Rudy Gobert for being Fangailo and mm. catching the coronavirus because he saved pretty much all of America when he got it because they just they shut that down in like, Five days, four days. Well, they shut it down at the game. Yeah. As soon as they realized, yeah. you know, what had happened. I was watching it live because cause the Thunder on my team, mm. who have been one of the best teams this year. Hang but, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, yeah, I was not, watching. Not, not. So I followed the social media accounts of uh, beat reporters for the Thunder. And it was like, mis- there were, it was a lot of people saying, like, it was mysterious. So they were war- they had all warmed up. And then what happened was they told the um, teams to go back in the locker room and told the crowd that um, the game was being delayed until they found out what happened. So when they found out that um, Rudy Gobert had tested positive for coronavirus, they held the teams in the locker for like a day and a bit mm-hmm. and um, told all the people to go home. So they had shut that down right there as soon as they found out that he had tested positive. So I think if the comp goes, like how you say, by regions and then how if they go... Um, how if they get no crowds, it will be easy to shut down if one person catches it, eh? Yeah, that's what we're hoping for, you mm. know. I think that's what, I did this, um, I was listening to, um, News Talk ZB today and, uh, Kent Johns came on the, um, he was talking to Heather Duplessy Allen. Mm. So he said there's a conspiracy theory with the NRL where, like, they're hoping for, not hoping for, but if someone contracts the virus, that's when the insurance kicks in. Because at the moment, they can't shut it down because there's no reason to shut it down. Mm. But if someone contracts the virus, then the insurance comes into pay, like comes into play as well. So they're going to keep playing it until someone actually gets yeah, it. Yeah. I thought that was pretty crazy. And I don't think the NRL is that crazy to, to, to bank on something like that. But well, you, you'd think if that if that is the case, if that is a scenario, then the wouldn't the insurance companies be quick to, be, to, to get on it and change the... Contract or whatever it is. Well, you can't because it's a contract, isn't it? You can't change it after the fact. Unless they have a clause in the contract saying yeah, 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 if yeah. something happens like out of the ordinary, we are allowed to change whatever. Yeah. Well, like that sounds like a contract that Blues dudes would probably write into <laughs> the kind of stuff because he's he's dirty <laughs> like that, you know. He'll change it on the fly, or like a team hmm. like you that that changes it, you know, midway through the through the round. The view that a lot of people take with the coronavirus. That, oh, if you're young, you're going to beat it. But I think if you look at, um, that's not why they want them to self-isolate. Eh? Like, if you look at, um, the attitude people are taking that they should take with these 
big crowds that are up there like, oh, why can't we, you know, well, Young will be alright. If you look on, um, Max Holloway's Instagram, he's, um, you Samoan dude, UFC champion, he like lines it, he outlines it perfect. He said that he's not scared of the virus because he, he'll catch it and he'll beat it because he's a healthy young dude. But the, um, he just, the reason we should all, like, you know, self-isolate or try to stop the spread is because the people it does affect, which is, um, the older, his grandma, he, and his post, he says, if I, if I, if I catch it and then I beat it, but I pass it on to my grandma, there's no riches in the world. That's enough for that. Mm. And then he said in Hawaii, they only have so many ICU beds. And if all the elderly are taking it and somebody crashes, uh, there's no bed for them. Then what? So mm. I think they talk about flattening the curve and just trying to stop the spread. I think that's why they kind of, kind of take that view. Cause I know a lot of people are like, even in New Zealand, like now only, now people are kind of like, because the NRL is kind of kicking back and Super League or Super Rugby stopped. But we could have done this a couple of weeks ago and we would have been a lot better than we are now. I think people just, yeah, think the toilet paper is going to stop the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, no, like, like, uh, carrying on from that is like, um, so the NRL, you know how they kind of, they wanted to, uh, adapt that mentality was like, you only go to training, like, if you're going to play for a team, say that you're the Warriors or the Bulldogs, you only go to training and you only go to the games. You know, you mm. don't, you just stay within, you mm. know, that circle. Mm. I can see the logic behind it, but still, yeah, exactly. Like, I'd feel the same way too, because like, you know, my dad's, you know, he's, he's, he's 71 now. So I don't want to, like, you know, those guys probably might have grandparents or something. You don't want to pass it on, mm. you know. Like, you don't want to take that risk. And that, that's the thing. Like, it's about nullifying the risk. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. It's just like what we're trying to do in New Zealand. Like, exactly. Like, they say, stay home, go to work, come back. Don't go to, uh, like... Big gatherings. Like, like you know when they say self-isolation? <coughs> They're not saying, like, just stay at home and lock yourself in the room. They're saying just don't uh, mix with other people. Yeah. Like, you can probably go for a run. You can go, for, you can go outside, you can go for a run. Because you're not, you know, with other people. You know, you can... If you need something in the shop, just go straight to the shop, come back home. That kind yeah. of thing, yeah. But try to avoid people. <coughs> like, stay maybe two meters away from yeah. a, pr- a person out in the open. I think self-isolation was the wrong term I used. It's called social distancing. Yeah, that's, oh, sorry, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the term. Yeah. That's but the, is that the term that came from the States? Is it? We haven't used that term as an official, have we? Oh, no, I don't know. Nah, I think yes. we're getting self, yeah. Yeah, self-isolation yeah. has come from Jacinda. See, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. people come from overseas have got to self-isolate. But social distancing, yeah. yeah. Social distancing is what you practice. But it's, 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 so it's keeping the numbers down because mm. so you can't, Pass like, it to someone who passes it, pass it exactly. to someone. Like, so you can, you can trace it back to, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's being traceable. Like I was yeah, saying, I think, before, I think what Thomas said is right. If you can keep the bell down, because if everyone gets coronavirus at the same time, that's put too much pressure on the, the health system. So exactly. they're trying to flatten it out. So, you know, people are going to get it. They, they, they're comfortable with that. But if people get it at sort of a staggered amount of time, then the health system can cope with that. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. everyone getting infected all quite quickly. Yeah, because I read somewhere that in Auckland itself, there's only like 35 isolation wards. Yeah, there's only one that. in the middle more. Just yeah. one in the middle more. Yeah, yeah. But out of all of Auckland, there's only 35. So if we get to a point where there's more than 35 cases, then we're screwed. Yeah. You know? That's when they start, um, like in Italy now, they start, if you're over 80, they don't, they don't, they tell you, they leave you to your fate, eh? See that, see, see, I can't, um, I don't want to leave it to, I just, I don't think I could, as a person, I just 
can't leave it to that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I just like well, you know, I've already talked about my dad being over. You know, that he's put you know part of that that group that the vulnerable group. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't want to leave it to chance. You know, so I just got to make sure, and 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 that's why I'm pushing forward. Like you know, that we just got to keep it down. You know, and um, I can understand. You know. Why, why, um, people are closing it down and, and hopefully if the NRL are going to take a chance or Super Rugby going to take their chance, you know, they just got to make sure that everyone's held accountable for, for what they do. Mm. Yeah. But that, those pro sports, they, they're far better off than the average Joe. So they'll have proper doctors monitoring all their moves. That's and right. They yeah. get tests just like that, which average Joe's can't get. There's not enough tests for the amount of people that end up getting coronavirus. So they sort of just, yeah, want to hear what symptoms you've got and all the rest of it, and then oh, you you might be okay, so just carry on. You've got a low risk. Yeah, I think they. So you know, rather than a unique position where and super rugby where they've got access to far greater things than you know normal people have access to. Yeah, I think if they did proceed with it and come back and do the super rugby and NRL keeps going, I think the testing the test the testing would be vigorous, eh? Because like you can yeah, have yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. You can have no um symptoms and you have coronavirus. Like, uh, that's if, right. Yeah, if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with um, he had like a germ that expert, yeah, the germ yeah, yeah. dude, yeah, yeah, and he talks about it being like one thousand times more um contagious in the early stage, like before you show symptoms. Uh, they get that's the only thing that they got to be careful with, eh? and I think they will have the testing right by then. But yeah, I I guess if if they um like say. Like if you're a player, right? Like for um, Super Rugby NRL, I guess you'd have to keep account of all the people that you've come into contact with. Mm. So they're gonna push, like, unfortunately, like they're gonna say you're gonna have to isolate yourself. You like these people, you can't, you know, mm. unless it's immediate family or the, these are the only people that you can. Come. But then that means that those people that they've come into contact with, you've got to tell them not to go out, you know. But the way that it's shutting down, it's gonna work out. You know what I mean? Like, you know... Yeah, it's quite hard, eh? It's quite hard like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's going to be hard. In New Zealand, we've got cases of um, coronavirus, but that's they're all from people that come from overseas. There hasn't been cases where someone that hasn't gone anywhere overseas. So at least it's controlled that way. Like, at least it's not spread it out. So there hasn't been person to person. Yeah. Well, what what I've done, they've, they've contacted everyone that was on the airplane that they've... That person was on, so they've tested all of them. So, like, that's but, how they control but, it. But we're banking, we're banking on everyone being straightforward, like being honest. And there's some people that are going to be like, like ah, it doesn't affect me, and I don't care. Like, just, it's just, the same. It's just, the like same. The, just like those tourists that got the portal right. straight away. That's right, <laughs> man. And and you know what? Like, we have to take that kind of hard line, eh? Because like, if we don't, then we're going to be. <coughs> so, what do you reckon they should? There'll be a Super Rugby Cup in two weeks or nah? I have a nah. feeling it's not going to be. Well, well maybe, maybe, maybe a month. It's possible, but they, the, you know, the international travel and all the rest of it, that's that's not possible. Mm. No, not in two weeks. No. Yeah. I have a feeling that um, Super Rugby won't start back up, but the NRL needs the money more than Super Rugby does because yeah. Sansa make way more money off the All Blacks TSA and their yeah, revenues all tests. So. But then there's not going to be any All Blacks tests if no one can come in. Yeah, yeah, that's true as well. But I don't think they've fought that far ahead. <laughs> I think like, they just... It's not, they, they don't have to think that far ahead yet because they don't know enough, I think. Yeah. Like, I think so that's still maybe three three months away before the first All Black Test yeah. start, three, four months away. So they're, pro- they're probably hoping that it'll all get lifted by then. But, yeah. until then, yeah, at least, the but until then, at least the New Zealand rugby players can play rugby 
before we get into the internationals. And hopefully by that time, um, the lockdown will be lifted. Oh. It's not even really a lockdown here. Eh? Like, no. If you look at Italy, they're completely locked down. Like you, you're not even allowed out into the street um, without a permit. You're only allowed to supermarket and to go to um, the doctors or hospitals. So they didn't even go to work. They, they've got, yeah, like, like you said earlier, they've got to a point where the, the amount of people infected is far greater than the health system can deal with. So that's why they're trying to stop stem the, the flow of more people getting infected. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think the super rugby will start back up because they don't need it as much as like you know the mm. the reason the NRL is pushing so hard is because their rights is um they if if they off for a month they lose like ten million and a lot of those clubs are in bad shape financially. They really need the money. That's why they ask for government stimulus. So I think that's why the NRL are desperate to like do whatever they can to hold games just so they can get the money coming in because without it a lot of the clubs they would all be done Panthers are alright like they're pretty <laughs> like yeah, nah <laughs> no he's alright because you have your own yeah your, your league they're you, right. you got all your gamblers out those ways yeah, mate yeah. those machines the Panthers are they're one of the probably in the best shape out of most clubs that's thanks to a school five year plan yeah. but yeah a lot of the other teams would be sunk the Warriors? Would the Warriors be... Oh, doesn't the guy from Ponchev own them? Yeah, yeah, Ortex. Yeah. Mm. So they should Buck be all right. Yeah. yeah. And then when you come to New Zealand, that's why I reckon they they they, they don't care about... Not they don't care, but they're less hungry to have the Super Rugby on than the NRL because Sansa yeah. owns it and it's not a big money maker for them, I don't think. Do you think... Right. Okay, so say... um, So all, every other sport... This is going to stop right and the NRL are the only sport that's on do you think the uh, UFC, NRL no? and UFC eh? yeah oh, no, no, UFC. Uh, UFC no no they, they've shut down, down. They've oh, shut UFC down. shut down yeah. there was another sport that was still going NRL and someone else oh, was it Nipple? I think the Nipple was still going yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. Nipple yeah. 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 oh this guy's on the stonies no. <laughs> <laughs> I just crossed that off my uh, my list <laughs> <laughs> no but I'm just saying like okay um, so going into so we're talking about NRL Say they're the only sport on TV. Do the viewership? Does the viewership go up? Because they're the only. It does. It they're, does the, go up. they're the only show in town. You it know what I mean? Up, it does it go goes up. up for me. I'll watch all the games. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So are the NRL kind of I heard you backing on them yeah. being the only sport in town because yeah. they're going to get the viewership? Because you know, ESPN's got no basketball. Everyone stays home. They'll just watch the game. That's, That's right. Sport to watch. Yeah, I heard ESPN in America, uh, in USA, were making inquiries about um, having the NRL screen there while all the sports are. Wow. So. But that's why they so that that's exposure there. Yeah. Well, the only way the NRL is going to carry on amongst this coronavirus crisis is that they're going to have to be strict on all the players with the isolation between the games. Mm. That's the only way they can do it. Yeah. yeah. So make sure if because if one player gets it. It's, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's why the Warriors are staying over there in Australia because you know obviously they can't come back otherwise they're on that 14 day lockdown. But they're over there. Every player in the NRL has to be on um, isolation between games yeah, for the rest so, of the season. That's the yeah. only way they can do it. No, 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 not not for the rest of the season. Or well, the rest of the say say they have a window like the for four weeks that have to be self isolated. But do you think they'd start so? How, how long does it take? So I don't know, but how long does it take for you to get tested and for the results to get back? Was it is it a day? Is it two days? Or well, it looks like it's uh, so, so it's a couple of days, couple of days. Because that guy that got tested in Brisbane came over to New Zealand. That's good. And, and, and no, no. called him. He hit like going but, back to that. It feels mm. like he done that on purpose. 
So he might have even had an inkling that he might have it, but he's like this, I've got to go see my kids mm. in, in, in Wellington, so I'm, I'm going out of here. I don't feel that bad. And and so he did that. But say like the NRL, if they know that it's a day to, to, to get, it takes a day to get the results back, they test you on the Wednesday and they say to you, don't, you know, don't meet up with any other players until then. Um, and if you come back positive, uh, like positive, you're gone. We'll bring someone in that's not, um, mm. that doesn't, that's negative. That doesn't come in. Like they mm. could, they could, if, they, if they're, if they're good enough to, to come up with some plan like that, you could see guys go, like that aren't even like coming from the under twenties that aren't, as long as they're, <laughs> yeah. they're negative, you know, yeah. coronavirus. If they, if they do that right, they could, they could be the number one sport. You know, for the rest of the world, you know what I mean? But then, but then you're, you're talking about individual isolation for that to happen, for that to work. They yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. The so, team so, can't be together. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, so for those two days, you don't do any training. You know what I mean? The, the so, concern is with the contagiousness of, of it. So, someone brought up by Rudy Gobert. Not long after that, that guy Donovan Mitchell uh, tested positive. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Some yeah. other guys. So it, it spreads that quickly. Yeah. So if you've got it and you don't realize it, and you're training with the guys, I would bet. Dollars and donuts that someone else on the team will get it as well, just because mm. of the the way that you train, the tackling and the sweating on each other and all that sort of carry on. Mm. It's hard to contain it to that one person, so that that could uh, derail it quite quickly, like what happened with the NBA. But but in order for them to train, they all have to be test um, negative. Yeah, and then all be in isolation in between the games yeah, and going to the games. Yeah. So like I'm like people like there's there's so much holes, like so much flaws in this logic, but. Like you, you test them on the Monday, and if they and if they're negative on the Wednesday, you go to training. If you're positive, far man, you know what I mean. But just test yeah. them, just test them individually. Just you make know, sure you don't come into contact with any other other players. You know, there's there's also the the fact that um the players won't get paid unless they play. Yeah. So there's an incentive there for them to so to adhere right. to these um exactly to adhere to these um um isolation um things. That's why for Noah Blake when he had his face mask on. <laughs> Yeah, it was Kalaula, but there's probably some logic behind it, you know. Yeah, so it's a it's a tricky one for NRL, but if if they play their cards right, it could work for them. Especially because sort of like a I know American sports can't do it anymore because they've been exposed, but at least in the NRL they're an in-house sort of league by the Warriors, but and the Warriors can stay in Australia. But they could pull it off. They could really pull it off if they play their cards right. Yeah. We'll have entertainment every weekend. Well, in, uh, the, some sort of um sport. That's right. Well, the NFL, like you know, this is the off season, and we're talking about them because it's the only show in town, like American sports wise. You mm. know what I mean? Besides Tom Brady, is, is he is he going to gone to the Bucks? He's gone to the Bucks. Buccaneers, yeah. Yeah. But first is the NFL. I reckon they should just shut it down for four weeks. Same time as the they can't afford to. You said it yourself. Yeah. They can't. They don't have yeah. the, the cash reserves. Yeah. They didn't have the cash, but I still think they should. I think waiting for for someone to get positive and then thing is just start a new league if you have to. But the health, I think the risks outweigh the potential benefits for any comp to keep going. Well, that's what I reckon. You know, you know what? You know who's gonna carve up? You watch out for the Warriors, man. They're gonna carve <laughs> up the next month. Oh no, no, they they will. No, no. You know, you know these players. They're staying in Australia. They only had a backpack when they got over there because they didn't realize they're gonna be stuck over there. And even when they come back, they're going to be in isolation for two weeks, and they're going to spend all that time away from their family. If you make that much sacrifice, you don't sacrifice that much, and then play guy on the weekend. I heard Green complain about that on the on the, on TV. Like he was saying, like, oh, we just came with a backpack and uh, just one set of clothes. Like we didn't know we were going to stay. 
bro, fuck, just go buy some more clothes, man. How much money do you earn? Yeah, they well, said there's a lot of trips to Kmart. <laughs> yeah. To get buy some well, exactly. Well, like, like I said before, like, um, if you watch their first game of Newcastle, they're already doing that social distancing. Because that's how far they were missing the tackles by <laughs> two, at least two meters. <laughs> Like, like there's no charge. I was like, so let's not tag. There's not tag. You either you let the season go, but if you're going to make that sacrifice and give up so much time away from your family, when you come back to New Zealand, you're going to be isolated for 14 days. You're living in a foreign country. You've only got a backpack. You're going to make that much sacrifice. Then you gotta play good. Otherwise, that was a waste of time. Hey, wait, come on, man! This is the Warriors. That's so bad. You excuse. If there was ever excuse that NRL to kick out the Warriors from the NRL, this is it. This is it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're talking like these guys. You know, you you know, you're talking like you're talking like these guys. They make any money or something? Like they they've gone over on like one dollar a day kind of stuff, man. And you got a backpack. You got no family over there. Green, he's he's from Australia. Yeah, he's gonna go to his brother's house and get some clothes or something, man. Shit. But, but the sacrifice that they prepared to make, because you 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 get to a crossroads where you decide, oh nah, it's not worth it. I'm gonna go home. But if you decide to stay, then you you don't stay and sacrifice your family time, get quarantined back to New Zealand for 14 days, and then play Gaia. You carve up. So watch out with the Warriors. I'm saying. Oh, Man, that's I'll, I'll, I'll just otherwise, come that's, home, bro. That's that's that's, that's best case scenario for you, yeah. and that's and then that's a lot of wishful thinking on your behalf, you know. And I hope so. I, I hope so for your sake. Yeah, I, I'm. We're joking about the Warriors. We don't really hate them, like <laughs> to all the Warriors that might listen to this and all the Warriors supporters. We want the Warriors to do well. Exactly. This is the before. Warriors we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> They're not gonna do that one. <laughs> yeah. I'd, if I was the Warriors, I would just come home. They yeah. need to shut that down, bro. Now, like, like uh, if if you are a Warriors fan, we want you to be like the ultimate Chiefs. Like, in, you know, in between 6 and 10, you know, those kind of spots. Not top four, but just enough to make your fans happy, you know? Yeah, this is all banter. But what I would like to see is Roger Tuvasa-Shek leave the Warriors and go play for the Blues. Oh, come on. What should happen, really? He... Hmm. He's in. He's his next injury is gonna be his back from carrying that team. <laughs> Honest, he is the one good player, like beast player. Everyone's good there, but he stands up. Well, and you know, I I can imagine that, like you know, Roger like deciding when he when he left, um, when he left the Roosters, deciding what because there was stories about him coming to rugby. Oh, yeah. So when he was coming back to New Zealand. I was thinking, okay, what team should I play for? Should I play for the Blues? Should I play for the Warriors? Both losing teams. No, no, it wasn't, um, it wasn't that. Hmm. No, 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 no. The, the long-term story was he was coming to the Warriors for him to come back and then go Transition to the Blues. Transition to the Blues. Transition yeah, yeah, yeah. to the Blues. So yeah. he wasn't making the decision. He was always going to come back for the Warriors. No, 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 no. No, I'm just trying to say he, he probably he, made the wrong decision. He'll, he'll be jumping <laughs> off that train pretty soon, mate. <laughs> I guarantee that much. Yeah. I, I, imagine the, in, the, in the All Blacks, like, where does he? What position does he play? He'll be fullback to lay on one wing and Ricky no, no, on no, the oh, other wing. Flip, no. That would be a gun no, full no. back three. That Severisa or or um, Mark Tele on one wing and uh, Ricky on the no, other. No, no, I've got Rico. Like I've always said, and I said that last year too. He's he's a centre, bro. He, uh, him at thirteen, Leonard Brown at twelve, bro. Gee, <laughs> mate, you tell me. Oh, good, you, good, you be twelve. Pardon. Good you, good you, Sorry, bro, you're breaking up, mate. Um, uh, I don't know if it's those stone or something, but uh, you're not coming through pretty clear anymore. So, 
Yeah, I I would love to see two. Division Six should just if they cancel Una, just come play for Super Rugby. <laughs> that would be amazing to see him in. Do you think he's eventually gonna end up in Union? I hope so. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't think so. I think he's um hastily committed now. Hey, how old is he? He must be about twenty five, twenty six now. So, well, with this still, I think he's um he's getting past his. How old was Benji when he came to the Blues? Thirty eight, but we didn't yeah. really talk about that. We don't need to talk yeah. about Benji. Oh, no, cause remember, because he was going to save you. Nah, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody said that. Everyone said that. Nah, like, oh, nah, man, we're going to come. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That was last year, eh, when Sonny came. I think Benji left too early, eh? I think put one year, the next year will have did some good, eh? It's funny because we don't even talk about that. Like, it never <laughs> happened, eh? You know what I mean? Yeah, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, but like, like, hey, did Benji play um, Union? Like, you wouldn't even. Yeah. But we got the well, other one, right? Bought. Matt Duffy, you know? All black when he oh, came, became oh. all black, and I I called there a lot of people laughed at me when Matt Duffy first signed. Okay, this guy's gonna be all black. People laughed in my face. And what happened? He was all black. Yeah, how'd that work out? <laughs> Still all black. I wasn't wrong. True that. True that. Hey, once you got that on your CV, eh, you can <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, he could go to Europe and he could get um yeah a massive contract upgrade just because you have all black in the CV. Yeah, and you can get the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet boys. So that's well, um, that, that escalated uh, pretty quickly there, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, ended up talking about NRL and then how we can. I hope, uh, hopefully, someone from the NRL is listening to us, like, you know, how we can save the game yeah. and make NRL. Yeah, I'm surprised you guys are the number one sport. 15 coronas deep and you haven't talked about the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, any last words? Last words, uh, Stace? Well, this could, like, potentially, this is our last round, uh, Soliola Cup. Yes, yes, it is. So, this is kind of like a, hopefully not, but, yeah. Well, well, I'm top of the table, so if it is the last, then that will be my third consecutive Soliola Cup win. No, you can't, you can't count that. Because that's, a, that's I, I, I a, no, no, no. That's because that, that's the same reasoning. No, that's the same reasoning as the Blues saying that they they they're gonna win the comp because you know the season ends now. You know what I mean? That, well, technically, Crusaders are back on top. Oh, is it? oh, wow. on the table. If you look on the Super Rugby team, I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Crusaders have overtaken the Blues after they beat Summers. Okay, any last words, uh, Stace? Uh, yeah, I'm just interested to see how what happens with the coronavirus. I think we should still carry on the podcast if we can, just because I think there's, like the NRL, we, we could be the only show in town. Hard up, man. Hard up. I see anything. Well, it's, it's, it's just good to, um, when Tom turned up, at least uh, three of the top four were here. Because <laughs> we, we were accommodating Cameron for now, because um, he kind of fell off fell off the pace, but. Uh, yeah, man. Like, um, let's just wait and see. But it's been good. It's been good, man. Um, let's just uh, wait this out. Everyone, wash your hands. <laughs> hand sanitizers, and don't don't get crazy and go buy um like bulk toilet paper and start fighting over that kind of stuff because everyone's got cameras and they're gonna put you on TV. <laughs> I will say the toilet paper of New Zealand is actually made in New Zealand, so in Australia they've had some issues. I think where they import a lot of toilet paper, but we make our own so. You don't have to rush because we're not going to run out in New Zealand. <laughs> well, you were saying that, eh? Remember that stuff you were saying, like, when we were down in Wellington and that? Your conspiracy yeah, theory? Yeah. Would you like to share that or before you leave? or? No, no, I'll, um, I'll say it. But I will say, in New Zealand, we make our own toilet paper. Yeah. So I know in Australia, they import a lot. Oh, okay. Sort of so, we're, so we're good? 
we could we, we will be good as long as as long as people don't panic and start you know yeah. demand increases too far ahead of supply then we'll be okay yeah run run is all right because only the um stink toilet paper sold out of fresh joints <laughs> only the one place <laughs> we're free straight like <laughs> 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 I, I think I think I, I think New Zealand's one ply on the way. <laughs> so when, Only the one ply. You gotta roll it around a couple. You, know? <laughs> you can't you can't settle for the one one roll, bro. Mandigo, last words. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a good Super Rugby season. So hopefully you can continue, but um, hopefully everyone's safe first. So everyone, wash your cough into your elbow. If you're sick, stay home, wash your hands, and uh, wash your ears. <laughs> stay safe, man. Yeah, man, stay safe. Hopefully, there's going to be another Rocky Soliola Cup podcast, but yeah, stay safe out there. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, it's just been unprecedented times. It's been interesting times. Man, with all the sports being shut down all over the world, just um, don't know what's going to happen, eh? Like, it's it's been interesting. Um, you never know what's going to happen. Sorry to see the Super Rugby uh, on special, but... Uh, Gotta do what you gotta do. What a deep guy. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're like, wait, 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 like you're finishing for the last time, man. Just, <laughs> nah, man. Too little bit. But nah, just like stay safe, man. Like there's opportunity for us to carry on the entertainment. So that's right. So you know, even though there's no sports on TV. There's going to be the 135 in your ear, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have to, like, uh, pull out, like, Rugby rugby 06 and, like, commentate. Rugby 08. 08 and start doing things we, we, like that. Hey, man. we could talk about the 2003 Super Rugby final with the Blues just can't be <laughs> We might have to, like, break down games, eh? Yeah. Like, they'll, they'll, like I, I think that might be something we could do. Like, oh, you do, classic like, games, um, classic games. Fantasy lineups, like, you, who's the top top All Blacks lineup of all time? Or? Oh, Top, top 15 Samoans of all time. Oh, I think that might be. Uh, I think you're onto something there, man. Yeah. Top Manu, top yeah. Manu team. Mm. So who's who's even, okay? Leading on from that, who's the number one um, halfback for Manu Samoa? Like a <laughs> teaser. Who's the number one? Ever, ever, ever. ever. I uh, go for Nonu because he's from one three five. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's uh, there's Tanu. Mm. Did he play Manu? Yeah, he played Tanu, Manu, bro. Like That's where he came from, bro. Yeah. yeah. So I reckon Khan for Tuali. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, nah, nah. yeah. he he is Khan. Yeah. So Khan's the only guy that the All Blacks kind of went, okay, we're we're gonna try and pull him back, but he had already played for Manu. But we try to manip- you know, the All Blacks trying to manip- manipulate the the rules to, to get him back. Her man Rupeni, mm. he's the uh, the one guy that we try to beat the system off. And Nadewa, he's another one. Ooh. <laughs> they tried to get him back I remember but he had already played for Fiji for two minutes or something sweet okay guys thank you alright right. don't hang up bro we're gonna play some sounds <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have a party here yeah bro <laughs> cause this is how it's gonna this, this, this is how we're gonna have our parties from now on bro <laughs> yeah play our sounds from here we're all gonna go yeah man I'm cool, bro I'm yeah. cool. It is the thing about quarantines over in America now. Yeah, watch parties, eh? Yeah. Like, huh? You see all the NBA players? They're all on Twitch. Yeah. I've been right. watching them hard up. Things are gone. Um, Booker's mean at Warzone. Is he? Yeah. He's, uh, it's the new COD. The new COD game. He's mean as. 
but they all they all stream like even um Ben Simmons in that. Yeah. Paul George, I know, was a good Fortnite player. How's your How's your week been, Stace? That's it's been great. Oh man, because I've, I've been working from home the last few days because of the coronavirus. So-